right, we're live. Hooray. Yay. We did it. We're hey. getting a Sephora ad first. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bringing in the new year. Happy game of the year to you all. Happy Goaty. Yep. Wee. After today, you can stop playing 2023 games and start playing your 2024 yes. games. No. Good, because there's like no. so much that's out already that I actually need to jump into. Momodora came out today and I'm just like, fuck, I don't have the time. I'm, I played two hours of it at midnight. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, it's don't so tell good. me that because now I want to play it. Oh. I can, it's um, so good. As of this morning, I can say that I've been playing Prince of Persia Lost Crown and it's incredible. Ah, oh, so, God damn it. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's like, like a week away, right? That is a yeah, week that's away. that's next week. Yep. So yeah. Get, get excited for that. <laughs> but we're not we're not talking about 2024 games yet. We will. But we need oh. to talk about some 2023 games. Um, first off, housekeeping out of the way. This is the top down perspective. It's January 11th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. I'm Nathan Rohr. I, I, I was here a couple times this year, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan, for joining us once again. Always great to have you on the Game of the Year shows. Thanks. Okay, for, so thanks for those for, for those who have never listened to a Game of the Year podcast from us, um, I, who are you? I'm because I don't think you're real. Um, but I'm going to run through the categories we're going to talk about today. Starting with, we're going to do John Wheeler's twenty what? <laughs> John Wheeler's twenty XX Game of the Year, right? Which are games that came out. Not in 2023, not in 2022, but any other year, because uh, those are the games that John focuses on. So clearly it is his <laughs> category. After that, we will be talking about 2022's games of the year, games that we got to like a year out, uh, like a year late, I should say. We will then be talking about our biggest disappointment, our biggest surprise. New categories this year will include uh, our game of the year through osmosis. So this is a game you did not play, but you absorbed enough of it through some other means that it somehow gets an award. Uh, after that, another new category okay. is game you swear you'll come back to because we all have these. We all have terrible backlogs. We will then be doing the big game of the year, um, followed by honorable mentions, games that did not make our top list but we still want to give a shout out for one reason or another. We will do pile of shame, which is basically games you, you didn't do anything with and you want to get to at some point. And then we will make a prediction about what our 2024 game of the year is. And we will finish the episode with going back to what we predicted about the next, about 2023 in video games in the industry. See what we were right, what we were wrong with. And we will make new predictions into 2024. Um, and then as the format goes, we do not have a collective list. Uh, we all play too many different games, so we all have individual lists and we will go through them in like reverse order, you know, 10, 9, 8, all the way to one. <clears throat> and we'll go in a circle. And then for you guys, just a reminder, if someone says a game that you have higher up on your list, just say that and we will save the game's discussion for when we get to the highest part. So we're all talking about it at the same time when it's like a bigger deal. Oh, oh okay. okay as opposed to just like kind of splitting it up that doesn't make any sense so it's like well i thought this was kind of eh but whatever and then okay okay um hopefully we'll be in sync and if we're in sync like that one time with a uh, ghost trick you know true. and hades maybe. too and hades oh hades yeah, also yeah, did that if, okay if we if we all do get the same game we get a prize 
<clears throat> we do. <laughs> oh, dang it. We get to stop doing the year. podcast for a year. That, that's, that's the, the prize? prize? Wow. <laughs> you're, free, wow. you're free for a year. So so there's incentive. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's begin. Um, again, John Wheeler's 20XX Game of the Year. This is a game that came out at least two years ago. Uh, and let's like start John with John old games. Yeah. Yes. John represents old games. Um, for all the categories, except game of the year, we have three game of the year. We have 10. Nathan, I think you have five. You said for game of the year. Yeah. Okay. Like tentative six, maybe, but okay. Yeah. Um, but for these, uh, preemptive categories, we will have three each. So John, start us off with your number three, 20 XX game. All right. So for those that don't know, I usually pull my 20XX from the actual games I do on stream for game clearing. And while I didn't do as much game clearing this year, actually, I think it was the lowest year for game clearing. Still had some pretty good games on it. So my number three is Spiral the Dragon 1, the reignited version specifically. So I had never actually played through Spiral the Dragon games at all. I'd watched my one of my former partners play through it. It seemed fun, but uh, I never really kind of got into it or played it. And then chat forced it on me for like a year year and a half to play through it slowly during fortune cookie streams and eventually like i I got kind of into it it was actually pretty fun so i can see why a lot of people really like that part of their childhood so yeah i I would say that definitely hit number three no problem i played this a couple years ago i really enjoy the reignited trilogy i went through like all three back to back that's a great thing did you 100 percent them or not because oh no absolutely not okay yeah good good because I 100% Spiral 1, I'm like, eh, that's like the peak of how far I'd want to go. And her 2 and 3 are worse. No, I, I think I liked... I think no, 100%ing. Least favorite. Oh, for 100%ing. Okay, okay. Big difference. All right. Uh, Paul, you're the next one in my rotation of the screen. What's your number three? Okay. Uh, my number three was Astro's Playroom. This was the year I bought a PS5. It came packed in, and I was actually just really surprised at how fun that thing was. It's just, like, for a pack-in kind of tech test sort of thing, it is, like, incredibly well-realized. It has a lot of cool callbacks to, like, I grew up a PlayStation kid, so I recognized a whole bunch of the callbacks and stuff, and it's just a really nice platformer. So I thought that was really, really cool. Astro's Playroom rocks. Um, I also had one more bit of housekeeping I forgot to mention real quick. We have the Community Game of the Year survey that we will also be announcing as we go. Paul, do you have these yeah. up? Okay, so we'll no, we'll do them no, kind of last not. in the oh, rotation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll kind of yeah. do these last in the rotation, but there should be, they should have the same for all categories, right? Three and then 10 and everything like that. Okay. That's great. how so, I know the order. I organize them accordingly. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just a just a reminder, if hopefully you submitted your games of the year and whatnot to our survey and we collected all the results. Paul, you, I think you told us this was the the most submissions we have ever gotten. It was. It uh do you want to know the numbers then, sure. I guess? Yeah. I okay. think I'm pretty sure the previous most was 72 entries, and that was Sounds with right. Survey Monkey, where you could uh multiple you could like do multiple uh entries if you wanted to if you like forgot something or whatever since we go through google now you have to put your email down for every entry so we know for a fact that none of these are all separate people and we had 78 entries this time 
Dang. Nice. That's awesome. So the most. Um, and the community <clears throat> has an extra category where they are going to guess our 2023 game of the year, which will probably That's- say... We'll we'll announce it like during the top ten, just At before we do number one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's such a beautiful mess. I can't wait to talk about those. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, it's boy. really good. That's great. Yeah. I was seeing a lot of discussion in the Discord of people being like, "I have no idea." They were also like, um, "Spoiler tagging it," and I didn't, I didn't like look at them all because I, I wanted to be kind of surprised what some of these results were. So, all right, yeah. back to the show, Nathan. What is your number three game? Uh, <clears throat> Uh, my bronze medal for this one is a uh, Prey, the Arcane Studios one. Um, okay. I nice. finally oh, wow. actually yep. beat that. Um, I played it years ago and just kind of got stuck and was having a tough time. So I had to relinquish some pride and set it to easy mode. Uh, and then I was able to mm. just play that game. And I really enjoyed the kind of open ended problem solving of just navigating that space station and how everything like every dead person on that station is somewhere in that world and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was the first yeah. time I kind of enjoyed one of those Deus Ex like kind of open ended shooter type things. Immersive so sim. Perhaps it'll crack open the genre for me. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I was I was I was pretty surprised with that one. It was it was pretty cool. I don't know if I got a good ending or anything, but it was uh, at least an enjoyable time. So okay. yeah, I felt the play. same way with that game. I went to it late too, and I felt the same way. It's a good one. Uh, my number three game is Mortal Kombat 11's Aftermath DLC. Nice. Um, which nice. I went back to play through in excitement of Mortal Kombat 1, a game I I didn't play. <laughs> but I was ready. I was ready to go. Um, it was just a goofy, dumb, time-traveling time. Um, and yeah, it's... I definitely... If you're going to play 11, you might as well play this because it leads right into the next one. Um, and that was just kind of fun revisiting those characters. Sure. Paul, community number three. Community number three is Mass Effect. So there were a couple different entries, specifically Mass Effect Anniversary, Mass Effect 1, and I just combined them into Mass Effect. This one's always like a weird one for the community because the the choice of games is so huge. There are 169 different choices on this list makes sense so more than two people played mass effect then so that's pretty cool i would say four i think was the number for mass effect and it's only going to go up for the next two so okay yep john you're number two my number two phantom 2040 for the super nintendo a big surprise for me and like a weirdly super ambitious super nintendo game where there's branching paths, there's areas you don't even get to go through depending on the way you've done your playthrough, um, multiple endings, bad endings, good endings, and there's so much granular little differences that it's really fucking wild. Like, I wish I had played this game as a kid. It probably would have been one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Like, that's how good it was. So I remember you talking really highly about it to the point where I almost played it like that night, but I had other stuff I needed to do. But yeah, you yeah. made it sound really cool. No, like I genuinely I was like, wow, I didn't think this NES had any surprises left for me. So like this was like honestly genuinely cool to play. 
Okay. I was about to say, I don't think I've ever heard of this game, but when I looked it up, I do remember seeing all this art and we, I think we talked about the show or something a lot. When you we we talked about the game at the very least. And I used to like, I used yeah. to watch like the uh, Billy Zane movie. I think it was yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Low key. I like that movie still. Oh, sure. like the Phantom, the Phantom. The Phantom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that movie is kind of okay. I know yeah. it's not that bad. It, it's got yeah. some moments, but like the, the villains like, has like eat so much scenery. Yeah. yeah, no, that dude eats so much scenery. It's great. Fuck. So this is a future story with the Phantom. Okay. Yeah. So like the Phantom is like an old, old, old comic book series, like like newspaper comic series. And then they did like the Billy Zane Phantom movie in the '90s. They did a cartoon called Phantom 2040, which is based about uh, him in like the far future. And yeah, okay. that's what's that's what the game is based off the show sweet <laughs> all right <laughs> i i was oh, expecting uh, the billy zane to enter into this okay you yeah, never my, know when uh, zane's gonna show up <laughs> my number two was uh world of warcraft classic specifically recently the uh, season of discovery stuff came out which is the uh, kind of remix that they did where it's only one level one to 25 and uh, it has like some changes to how the classes work and stuff. So I got super into that again, especially because there's kind of like an end off point where it's like, OK, well, it's only to level 25. I'm not going to like be able to waste a whole lot of time in this. And it was just really great uh, kind of doing the nostalgia thing and going back and that whole thing. Yeah, it was good. Good time. I'm still playing it on on and off when. I wasn't trying to catch up with games for this thing <laughs> that we're doing here. Nathan? Uh, Resident Evil 7 uh, is pretty good. I, I'd been yeah. putting it off because uh, I wanted to play it in VR, and it never never got supported on PC ever, so I just decided to stop doing that and just play it. Um that true? And it's a, ne- it's like, really nice. No, not an no official way, no. Oh. Official, no. no. Yeah, there's maybe some hacky way you can do it, but uh, Capcom only put that out on PlayStation VR, so cool. Uh, It's still a great game, though. It's kind of a neat fusion of uh, the first game and maybe some of the more combat-centric stuff of the later ones. It gave me the feeling I had playing the very first one where I I immediately wanted to play it again and do it better, and so I did that. I was just like, oh, I'm going to find the different guns sooner, and I know where to go now and everything, so it it was fun to actually run it again uh and you know the videotape stuff i did again even though you don't need to but that birthday party thing is pretty good um i don't know yeah (laughs) i was i was pretty happy with it Uh, i still have some dlc i can check out this year but uh i played the core game uh and had a good time so resident evil 7 good job capcom uh you you did it like seven years ago when that came out yep true uh my number two is moonlighter a game that was just perfect for my holiday break and I love that game so replaying it was just what I wanted. <clears throat> this time I went and played the DLC but you have to play through the whole game first which is totally fine. I don't care for the DLC so I kind of stopped that immediately <laughs> and moved on to a different game. Um but Moonlighter is just still like one of my all-time favorites uh and I for some reason I only seem to play it around Christmas so maybe that's why I wanted to play it again but uh yeah that worked out that game's great cool uh we had a tie for the number two place uh for 20xx community okay and it 
it was between Fire Emblem Three Houses and Persona Five Royal. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Okay. I, I did some Persona Five this year as well. Um, well, there it you didn't go. make the cut. Weird, huh? But whatever. It's 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 still good. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. Number one old game. Number one. Number one for the 20XX Goaty. Uh, that'd be Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Finally got around oh. to playing through this. And I'd always heard this game was not that great. And those people are full of shit. Because <laughs> that game was actually pretty good. Okay. I actually had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, I think I actually... Mm, I'm on the fence if I like it more than Metroid Prime 1. Because I'm, I'm back and forth on that. But there's a lot of, uh, in Echoes that I like a lot more in Prime 1. But Prime 1 feels... Something about it feels more... I don't want to say genuine fun like like something that feels prime one feels more like a complete package prime two feels more like they experimented a lot more and a bunch of it links up great and then there's a couple bits that are just like oh how'd you make that mistake oh come on so I'm I'm torn on it a little bit whether I like it more than one but I definitely came out with an otherwise pretty good opinion on the game minus the ending boss fight which I kind of had some struggles with uh, mm. I don't know. I, I thought it was a fun time. And uh, it honestly makes me want to play the third one, which I probably will do this uh-huh. year. But the downside to three is that A, it's motion controls, even though I've heard it's good motion controls. And B, also heard it's like the easiest one by far. Like the challenge, the challenge of two, I think is what I actually enjoyed the most. Because like you are fighting so many bosses in that game and you are like fighting for your life in some of that. And that actually was probably what kept me the most interested in it versus like, one feels way more exploration focused. Two feels way more combat focused, and three's probably just a mix. So, okay. cool. Two, the the first My... one I ever played, I didn't like it, and so I didn't play any of them until the remaster. Oh, yeah, no. It, I I played the first one when it first came out, and I didn't like it because I preferred Halo controls. And then, like, was it like a five years ago, three years ago, we ended up playing it on stream, and I loved it. Uh, my number one was Payday 2, which I wow. got super back into to uh, play all the DLC that I had missed in the last few years getting ready for Payday 3. And I just got sucked into that really hard for like a month. I was just doing that every single night for hours. Getting got ready really for 3, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Is, is 3 going to be on another list later or? Anyway. Um, <laughs> might, might, okay. might be. <clears throat> all right. Might be somewhere. Cool. Lots um, of lists. Who's to say? Yeah, there's several categories. Yep. It could be. Mm-hmm. Um, be on all of them. For me, number one, uh, oh, it's my turn, right? I yep. Don't step on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. That was the Egypt one. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I just kind of dropped that series after Brotherhood, but it was nice to go back to it and be like, oh, they actually did a great job again. Like, <laughs> they actually made a really cool game. Uh, I like the Bayek, the main character. I'm just like this Egyptian cop solving problems, you know, solving mysteries in Egypt. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a fun time. I, the, my only issue is the DLC costs more than I played for the paid for the game, so I feel weird about buying it because yeah. you know okay. it's just kind of a strange mental like what I got fifty hours for eight dollars. Why would I ever? But maybe eventually I'll check out the Tomb of the Pharaohs or whatever it is. Um, I think I did all the DLC for that the, game. Is it good? Is it is it good stuff? I, I think it gets like really. Uh, no, hang on. I might be mixing it up with um, 
Odyssey's DLC. Odyssey? So, you know, I don't really remember. I think you go okay. into a lot, like a lot of the afterlife stuff. So it gets like really mystical. That might be Odyssey. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Origins right. is good, though. I That's... tried playing some Odyssey as well, uh, but I it wasn't the game's quality. It was just my PC was stuttering weird when I tried to play it, which was really sad. So okay. that'll mm. be a future game I'll, I'll look at. I've heard it's too long and everything, but I'm prepared to deal with that. Um, it, but yeah, yeah I was, I was impressed games. with. Yeah. Uh, so good job, uh, Ubisoft. You did it like seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and my number one is Yakuza Zero, a game that I was nice. forced to play through nice. for the Patreon podcast. Finally, after kind of just sitting on it for years or having it sit on my hard drive for years. Um, and yeah, that game is great. I immediately upon finishing it downloaded Kiwami and have yet to start it up. But now that's the game that's sitting on my hard drive. So maybe I'll get to that in like <laughs> nice. five years. You must always have one Yakuza game ready to go. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, there's worse ways to live your life. So, um, Yakuza Zero is very enjoyable. Uh, I also still have, uh, Ishin on my hard drive and I was playing mm-hmm. that at like the same time as Zero because it came out when when we were doing the podcast and yeah there's a lot of Yakuza this year I guess so anyways uh, go listen to that Patreon podcast we did about Yakuza Zero yeah and the number one for the community which no surprise Final Fantasy 14 yeah the ongoing oh. game okay the game that sense. never ends <clears throat> yep all right, next category, 2023's 2022 game of the year. So it has to have come out in 2022. And for some reason, we were still playing it. Start us off, John. Okay. All right, my number three was Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin for uh, 2022. Sorry, 23's 22, Goaty. Uh, because I fucking love Jack. That's just such a fucking yeah. dumbass character. And yep. that gameplay is still fun, even though I'm not super big on Souls. Like, there's just something about the Neo gameplay style that just feels fun to me, very fast and very quick. I like the the whole thing with switching jobs and everything, and just the online. It's just it's just a goofy ass time. So, yeah, good choice, good choice. I think this year I'm gonna finally jump in full on that because I only played the demo and I loved it, but I want to play more of it. And it was free on PS Plus, so I have it now. Nice. Um. My number three was Salamander County Public Television. That was just oh, a fun, wow. goofy time. That thing is awesome. That it was such a great time. That's a little like mini game collection, visual novel almost sort of thing that uh, gets kind of wacky at some point, but it's fun. It's a good time. Think WarioWare with a story in it. Uh, for me, it's probably Atari Fifty. Uh, they added some more okay. games One. to that, and I I went back and. Uh, finish looking at some stuff and playing some games. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was Turnip Boy, but apparently that came out in 2021. So I had to. Well, the new one's out soon, audible. though. Yeah, the new yeah. one is soon. Uh, Atari the new 50 one is, is soon. Great. I'm excited about his crimes. Are yeah. you also, um, do you have interest in the last thing they did? Um, making of Karotica? Making of Karotica? Yes, that, that is on uh, another list somewhere, I think, for things I meant to check out. <laughs> So we'll find. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number three is for Horizon Forbidden West. I'm going to be honest with you. I okay. don't remember playing this last year, but the podcast notes <laughs> said I did oh. <laughs> in January. Okay. Um, based on the time frame, I have a feeling I went back and played some more of it when I was like reviewing the the DualSense Edge controller. 
Um, but that game's cool. And I played it last year and it came out yeah. in 2022. So it counts. True. Yep. This is a hard list for me, actually. So I, I get kind of grasping at straws for stuff. The community number three choice was Vampire Survivors. Nice. Pretty yeah. fun thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two for 2022 game of the year, uh, Pokemon Violet. I didn't okay. expect this to be on here, but I had to play it for a special event in a competition and I ended up playing through the vast majority of the game for it. And I actually really liked it. Like it, nice. it almost generally made me want to play Pokemon again. I'm like, oh no, this is how this happens. I can't believe it. <laughs> so... I didn't mind the glitches and the f- hitching frame rate as much as others did. Like, generally, the gameplay was fun. I liked the monsters I ended up with. It was actually a fun time just blasting through it. So, uh, I don't know. I might I might actually finish it off properly and even look at the DLC. But, uh, yeah, I had a way better time than I ever expected with that. Nice. I got a fun fact for you. That game was number four on the community list. So, wow, and it lost by just... one vote to Vampire Survivor. One so, vote. whoever says... Ooh. Whoever says your vote doesn't count, there you go. It does. <laughs> Get out there and vote. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my number two is Lunastis. This is a nice. just running platforming game. You just run forward and platform, and it's done in a PS1 aesthetic, and it's great. It's just super, super fun. I got super into this for a week or so. It's too short is probably my big problem with it. Which is a good problem to have. It just means I want more of it. But uh, Lunastis is uh, worth looking into if you like that sort of era game, like PlayStation platformer stuff. It's very good. Uh, number two for me is my game of the year last year, Splatoon 3. Uh, I kind of kept okay. playing it for a while. And uh, mm. mostly Salmon Run. Uh, eventually, I just wasn't having a good time in the multiplayer anymore. I wasn't good enough. Uh, so I just mm. was getting fish eggs and whatnot and playing that a bit. So uh, I also played Splatoon 2, but I know that didn't come out last year. So, you know, but there was kind of just a gob of Splatooning going on uh, for a while this year still. So, yeah. Uh, my number two is Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Remaster, whatever the full title of that is. A game that I don't think is particularly good, um, but... It was my first time finishing it because I did play it back on the PSP um, mm. and it's it's fine enough for a playthrough. You should not do any of the side content because that's a waste of time. Um, but I'm now I'm extra ready for rebirth rebirth. rebirth. Yep. Which is like March or is that next month? The uh, end of February. Uh, yeah. February. So might as well be March. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So there you go. My number two. Uh, the community number two was Elden Ring. All right. Oh. I just played one minute of that in 2023. I finally started <laughs> playing it this week, so it doesn't qualify. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll hear about it next year, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, 20XX for the end of this year. I guess yeah. so. Uh, my number one was Crisis Core, and uh, I had a really well, you good time with that. should have said something. No, nah, it doesn't matter. I disagree. I think that side content is fine, especially if you don't particularly if you're just looking for like time wasty stuff or whatever. It's OK. Um, some 
There is one in particular that is a little egregious where you are literally just fighting like 500 guys. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, oh, uh, this is yeah, that one's this infamous. Is insane. That one's yeah. infamous, I believe. But like, it was also kind of hilarious that they just went for it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that thing is fine. Um, it's definitely all about the thing you need to play if you're going to play that is the story to get that. Anything else on top of it is bonus, and you could, like, choose to not do it if you want to. But I had a really good time with that. I had never played it at all before, so I did. I 100%ed it at the beginning of last year, and I had a great time doing it. All right, number number one is last year's runner-up, uh, Arcade Paradise. I played through that again. Because mm. um, you get, I, it was on Game Pass. I got achievements this time. So that was that was okay. a fun excuse to run through that again and run another laundromat arcade. Um, my Game Pass subscription actually ran out while I was in the game playing it. So I got to see what that was like <laughs> when they're just like, hey, get out of here, cheapo. And they throw you out. So it was it was fun, though. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. okay. that, that's still a fun game. I've never seen that. Does it just give you like an error message or something like your time's yeah, up? I think, it, I think it just crashed me out. It's just like, well, <laughs> like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'm done. So wow. I managed to see credits again, though, before that happened. So, yeah. I think we skipped John's number one. We we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, my number one was Infernax, my game of the year from last year. Uh, so they added another playable character. They added two-player co-op. It's actually pretty good. That game's great. Play it. Yeah, it's so good. Did we do Community number two? Yeah, yeah, it was Elden Ring. Okay, yeah, yes, you, right. they, okay. you just went from Elden Ring straight to Paul. So okay, because um, of the Crisis Core Bridge or something. yeah, that's yeah. yeah Paul yeah, jumped, jumped in. Yeah, okay. My number one, it's is that is that the correct thing next? My number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My yeah. number one is Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, the ex, the PS5 oh, exclusivity wow. ended, so it popped up on Game Pass. Um, a game that I purchased on PS5 and I think never <laughs> started it. <laughs> And, and then so I played the Xbox version naturally. Um, <laughs> that game's pretty interesting and cool. The side content is totally worth doing. Um, there's some cool stories and stuff in there. Weird, creepy stuff going on in hospitals and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, that's a cool game. I don't think we'll ever get a sequel. I don't think it did especially well, but like I would play a sequel to that. Yeah. Uh, the community game of the year is sorry xenoblade chronicles 3 oh all right wow i'm shocked oh are they talking about that all year long okay i'm guessing so you got a lot of emails about it okay i don't think so but it's a switch it's a nintendo game so that's usually how it works okay um all right Mm -hmm. biggest disappointment these are games that for one reason or other we had high expectations for and they fell flat in some regard and just were disappointing and a bummer. John, what's your oh, third yeah. biggest disappointment of oh, 2023? Uh, Video I game. Preface wise. my list saying that only one of these is on this list because it was a bad game, and mm-hmm. that would be Wanted Dead. Uh, that looked like the kind oh. of stupid game I was hoping to really get into. Sci-fi sword fighting, gun fighting game with like a snarky main character girl, and like it's all about like weird cyber crimes and terrorism fighting, and just like a, looks like some nonsense hack and slash wet style video game. Like it looked like it'd be right up my alley, and it just 
even playing on like normal, it just felt like an absolute fucking grind fest just to get through enemies. Everything was just like a huge bullet sponge or damage sponge. It just wasn't fun. The voice acting was abysmal, but actually I kind of appreciated that. And it just, yeah, no, I don't know if that, I don't know if they ever did patch the game to fix a bunch of issues, but like I really wanted that game to be good and I was so disappointed. It really, really sucked. I think it's like disgustingly low on Metacritic right now. Look it up I've heard well. this from a few people, which is such a bummer because I also wanted this, but it was, I think, like a $50 Canadian game or something. Oh, it I was like full thinking. price when it came out. Yeah, like it's got a 57 on Metacritic. Much. 57 on Metacritic's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think the game you guys want is Ghost Runner. Probably. Like, maybe. I don't know. I don't want first person, though. Like, I kind of wanted the third person hack and slash sort okay. of thing also i think ghost runner takes itself more seriously than this ever purported to which is also a big draw for me as well that sucks that uh it's kind of bad apparently L- lineback says i got a patch on december 21st so and it came out in february for references sake so <laughs> yikes wow so maybe i'll uh, go back and check it out I'm just going to throw this out there and say my most disappointing is starfield and i'm wondering if someone else's is higher <laughs> That's your three. number three, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is higher? Okay. okay. Yeah. Then we'll continue on to Nathan's we'll wait number three. for his. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I forgot that even came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, it did. Todd Howard's dream game. Uh, but yeah. Sorry, <laughs> is it my turn for number three then? It is. Yep. It yep. is, yeah. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Slayer's X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance oh, of the Slayer, which is like okay. That. It's kind of fun, but I I think it just overstays its welcome a little bit. I got kind of tired of it seven-ninths through it, I guess. Uh, and it doesn't incorporate <laughs> enough of the hypno, hypno-space magic into the game. Uh, you just kind of get some songs and stuff that were in <clears> that <throat> game, Hypno-Space Outlaw. Oh, right, um, okay. I think I'm fundamentally on board with like just the dumb boomer shooter kind of throwbacky genre or whatever it's like you know oh it's a little bit better designed levels you don't get lost and just destroyed in the same way and there's this gun that shoots glass it's pretty good you shoot windows to get the glass and then you shoot the glass it's it's a good idea <laughs> um but yeah it's just kind of stupid <laughs> like there's, there's the sense of humor in that game is not it's it's that zane character if you've ever played hypnospace so it's like his sensibilities all over a 90s yeah. shooter. He is a gamer. He is a gamer. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. makes sense now. Because I was really thinking, like, you like guy. High on Life, and I didn't like that comedy. So, like, what could this be? But I, I know what you're yeah. talking about now, and that sounds abysmal. <laughs> it, it can get a little grating. I, I, I think I, I'll, I intend to still go back and do those last two levels or whatever, but it, it's just a little too much samey combat as it goes on. Um, so I was a little disappointed that that is the hypnospace follow up, but uh, I think it was just meant to be like a little silly spin off. I don't think it's meant to be the follow up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not all it could have been, I guess. My number three is Redfall. Mine's higher. Uh, oh, you have it higher up. Yes. Okay, then we will wait. No, um, it's on a different list entirely, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the community number three most disappointing was Fire Emblem Engage. Oh wow! Wow. Okay, that's a well-regarded. No, Sean, Fire you Emblem. should you should speak your piece about Redfall. Uh, it, it, no, it's higher up for it's okay. Paul. I'll talk about it when it's on his. 
Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> John, your number two. Uh, my number two for disappointing is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Sweet. Oh, uh, I that is have my number two. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> oh, am I good to keep going on this one? I okay. think so. All right. All right. Yeah, no, uh, I loved Breath of the Wild. I played that nonstop, played through it with Reese, had a great time. And when I did a midnight launch standing in to try to get an early copy, and then my order, because the collector's edition came in late, so I had to wait a couple days. And by the time the game came in and I got it, I was bored half hour later. Uh, it mm. just did not grab me. It felt like the exact same fucking game. I didn't like the way they handled the fusing system. I didn't like I love the fact that you can make all this weird wild shit in it, but it just felt so clunky and cumbersome. I they somehow made the uh, the stamina system on the weapons worse, even though I know they made weapons more plentiful and stuff like that. It just felt tedious. The game just somehow became even more tedious than Breath of the Wild was like Breath of the Wild. I think was just on my like just on the cusp of being tedious for me. And this was like, nope, too far. It just yeah, no, I just did not like this. I bounced off of this one pretty bad. So, number okay. two on my list. And number Personal one, list. it's going to piss off some people. So, yep. so uh, I, I was not disappointed in this game like you were, but I will say I finished Breath of the Wild. I completed that game. I stopped playing Tears of the Kingdom, so I feel it. Like, I yeah. get where you're coming from, personally. Uh, my number two is Redfall, so let's have that discussion. Okay, I guess. go ahead. Uh, the big thing is, is that I know Arcane can do better, and uh, I was just really disappointed that when I played it, it was kind of like a broken mess of a game. Like, I don't know when you guys played it. I played it on launch. It was a broken mess of a game. I had trouble getting a buddy in to play with me. The AI was fucked and just not doing anything in some parts. There was literally a vampire going around in circles right in front of me trying to get to me because he couldn't for some reason in an empty room. That game was absolute fucking trash when I played it. I played it a okay. few months later. Um I even played it over their big, like, we are optimizing it. We are putting in 60 frames, yada, yada. So I played kind of both versions. So mine was definitely running better, and it was still super buggy. I think the big d issue I had was it was just really boring. Um, and Oh, I kind of like the world they built, actually. So, like, I, that's a part of the disappointment for me is that I was like, okay, like, I wish there was more in this world. Like, I wish the AI wasn't completely fucking stupid, and I wish, like... There was kind of more cool vampire stuff. Uh, that's kind of like my disappointment. I thought the story stuff was okay, I guess. I wish there was more going. The, the world felt super empty. And I even remember one of the things that, in the update yeah, was right. like, we put more like NPCs in there for you to like fight and stuff. I didn't even know. I couldn't notice any difference. I think it was pretty empty. It was just a lot of like running places. And then, yeah. Yeah. Still buggy us getting kind of like locked out of things and having to restart for odd reasons. Um, yeah, it, it's just kind of a mess and it, it, I played through it in co-op, which is definitely how I was able to get through it. If I was doing that solo, there's no way I would have finished that game. Hmm. Okay. Um, Nathan's number two. Sorry. I, I probably should have stepped in earlier. Mine was also tears of the kingdoms. Number two. Um, okay. I also oh. used the word tedium <clears throat> in my write up here. So, you know, that's the echoing of my experience. Um, and I wasn't the biggest Breath of the Wild guy, and there was just things they didn't get rid of. Like It's like, oh yeah, your weapons still break. We think that's essential. That's great. You should also have that in this new game. And something about the control of the fusing, I feel, was the problem for me. It was just really 
like put should I on be ground or something and then use special ability now it's on mm. there i wish more was mapped to the right stick or something it just felt insane the way that control scheme was so yeah i played the first couple hours and was just like yeah they made another one of these i I get that it's the hottest selling Zelda game ever, so I'm never going to get my old ways again. <laughs> but you know what the I'll weird thing back. is about having the weird thing about me when I played Tears? All it made me want to do was go back and actually try to finish Twilight Princess. For some reason, it just <laughs> made me want to go play an weird. older one, which was that weird. is a weird. I was to dungeons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it, it, it was popular in this household. My wife Brittany loves that game, so I saw many hours of it. But I, I, my time with it was very brief and just kind of, ah, uh, okay, they're taking this in this direction. So, thanks, but I'm okay. So, yeah, okay. not Fair not enough. Nintendo's sure. big winner this year around these parts. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, my number two is Minecraft Legends. Uh, the reason I was oh, okay. like excited about this in any way is that I think Minecraft Dungeons is awesome. Um, so I kind of yep. really had like good expectations for the Minecraft spinoff games and Legends is just like so boring. And I think they're yeah. actually like ending support for it already. <laughs> I think I heard. Um, so I'm not alone in this, but it's like I, I'm I can play some RTSs as well, but this is like a bad version of an RTS and what as a result you just kind of sit there waiting for stuff to like fight each other as opposed to doing any kind of like real-time strategy and you're constantly having to like all right i need to get across this entire map to go do that so it's just like a lot of like running empty areas it is it is such a weirdly boring game sure uh, the community number two pick was The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. There you go. <laughs> wow. In sync with the community. I had a okay. feeling it was going to be there. Now I'm curious what number one is going to be, though. Uh, my number one, I will preface it by saying it is not a bad game, but I don't Uh-oh. think I've bounced harder <laughs> off of a game in my life, and I don't think I've had Ooh. as big of a pe- feeling of FOMO as I have had for bouncing off of this game. It's Baldur's oh, Gate 3. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> You're not a D&D yeah. guy. It makes sense. I'm not like. a D&D guy. I specifically hate this very specific type of game combat. And yeah. when people got me to get it and play it, I'm like, oh, this is literally plays like the game I say is like my least favorite game of all time. This fucking sucks. And it's just I can tell how much cool shit is there. I completely understand why people love this game. And I am so disappointed that I just bounced off of it harder than anything else i'm just like nope i never want to play this don't don't put this in front of me i see all the cool stuff online in the game i'm like that seems awesome i would love to experience that but i never will my wife loves it she was obsessed with it for like 200 hours she did multiple playthroughs she loved it (laughs) and i was just like yeah i played for like an hour and i was super done with it now it's entirely possible i'll go back later and love it because there's another game that came out this year i played and i originally bounced off of it not as hard, but then ended up coming back and loving it later. So who knows? Maybe next year, my one of my my twenty twenty three game of the year will actually be sure. Baldur's sure. Gate three. But like I like I said, I don't think I bounced off a game harder in my life than I did Baldur's Gate three. Okay, that's such a bad feeling when you're like everybody loves this but me. Oh, I know so I, it sucks because oh. I'm like I'm like even the elements that I would like about it are here. Yeah. The character seems super interesting. The story seems great. There's so much dumb shit you can do in it. Like this is this yeah. exactly what I would want in a game and it just the gameplay just takes me out of it. I just like I don't care. 
No, it, it yeah. just, I've never bounced harder off of something in my life. Sure. Uh, my number one was Payday 3. And uh, keep in mind, <laughs> yeah. Payday 3 is my most disappointing. I also have a hundred and some hours in it. Uh, that game huh. is a disease. Okay. <laughs> in the worst possible way. <laughs> Jesus, so, savage. Payday 3, first of all, was impossible to get into because it's always online. Even for the single player stuff, which is how I wanted, I want to do every heist, single player, stealth, or whatever first, and then I'll go in with buddies when I kind of like have taken the time to like learn the map and kind of where things are or whatever. Because then, like, if we get into trouble, I like to know how to fix it or at least like say like you need to do this or whatever. Um, and I couldn't do that because since it's always online, they had server issues. And I couldn't play this game solo for the first, like, few days that it was out without issues. Um, they just refused to basically talk to the community at all during this time. Didn't give anybody a heads up what's going on. They didn't provide people that had bought the gold edition on PS5 with any of their extra items for, like, the first month. Like, everything about this game was such a fucking disaster. The way that you gain experience points is predicated on you doing certain things in the map and not you actually just doing the heist like everything about it is so fucking disappointing because the bare bones like mechanics and everything is just good payday too like in a new engine that feels good but every other choice around it is such dog shit like i i think they'll fix it i like i've already kind of seen like it's getting slowly better here and there but holy hell (laughs) that was rough And I was just like, and it's one of those things where like, I wanted to be okay. So I put on a happy face every time I played it, even though I was just like, oh yeah, I got disconnected again. Just like another dagger in the back every time. (laughs) What a, yeah, what a disappointment. Uh, I can't wait until that game is playable and decent and I'll go back into it and probably fall in love with it. But for now, it's the worst. Uh, Nathan's number one. Someone had Starfield on their list, right? My number three, and it's only because I had no expectation for it, really. Okay, so yeah, this yeah. is this is where it is for me. Not not that uh, like I played enough of it to get really upset with anything exactly. It was just it was a bounce off experience, and yeah, I sort of feel like I did it to myself, and I knew this would happen. Like over the summer, I was like, man, I really want a Bethesda style game. I'm gonna finally play Fallout Four. I put like seventy hours into <laughs> Fallout Four. And then when I picked yeah. up Starfield, it's just like, oh, no, they just made another one of these. Like, I, I already did this this year. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> so and the the one extra notch against it is just that sense of exploration isn't really there because you just kind of fast That's travel me. everywhere, yeah. which is That's my problem with it. Yeah. Sort of counter mm-hmm. to the, all the cool things about how they built other games. So I don't know. It was it was a it was. It was pretty disappointing right away, but I plan to give it another try this year and see if maybe I can get around a corner on it. Um, I will also say the fast travel. kind of nice. That map is so confusing to use. Like, I played through the entirety of that game, (laughs) and I still, there are still times like, why why can't I go to this spot? Like, what? What is happening? And Yeah, like, it's nonsense, that map. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it it just wasn't the game changing thing I uh, Todd Howard said it would be. But I should I should have known he was exactly. Listen to but, Todd of all people. I don't know. 
Yeah. Na- like the the not NASA punk that sounded cool. I don't I don't know the aesthetic and everything. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of an asterisk. I plan to give it a a real proper amount of time this year and see if I can get on the other side of it and be one of the few people that likes it. Uh, but I don't know. We'll we'll see if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much feel the exact same way as you. My biggest problem is that I just wanted No Man's Sky with like Bethesda writing and characters and story. Yeah, and like that isn't what this is at all. It's a Bethesda game with shitty No Man's Sky like half baked ideas in it. Like the exploration is just so bad in comparison. Uh, that being said, Starfield is on another list, so stay tuned for more talk about that later on. I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, my most disappointing game of 2023 is The Last Case of Benedict Fox. I thought this game uh, looked yeah. like super yeah. cool in the trailers, the vibes, the mood. It even has a cool name. I played it at a preview event uh, like PAX uh, West. I think it was West, yeah. Beforehand, I was looking quite forward to it, and I probably maybe got an hour into it. It feels awful to play. It was buggy. Like, it's... Yep. It's weirdly difficult at the beginning, but the big issue is just like it's a Metroidvania where just like the character movement and combat feels bad. And yep, I just kind of immediately bounced off it. And that was a bummer. I'm with you. That first hour is like probably the best hour, or the best like part of it, too, from what I had played. So like oh, it's weird. OK, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, the community number one pick was Starfield. Yeah, that's sense. Congratulations, Bethesda. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, an award. Um, All right, flipping the script, the next category is surprising game of the year. So it's basically the opposite, something we had no expectations going for, and it was a pleasant, positive surprise to us. John, kick us off. Okay. All right, mine's cheating a little bit because my number three is Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Not the, I'm surprised by Ghost Trick. I know it's a great game. I'm surprised it got a re-release because I thought that game was just lost media at this point. So Okay. Pleasant surprise to see our what what was it like our podcast 2011 game of the year 2011 I think yeah yeah like we all generally rated that one crazy high that was like one of the the only times we're like yep we're this is this is all of our game Uh, the fact that I released all is incredible ghost trick Uh, my number three was the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog my number three is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog okay um. Just the fact that that's that was a stupid one off like April Fool's type thing and it turned out to just be an enjoyable way to spend a night was pretty great. <laughs> I thought the writing and everything was pretty fun. It was just a good a decent visual novel, especially for free. Yeah, like they came out with the best Sonic game ever, maybe. Um, <laughs> and like the only bad part of it is the part where you have to play like the mini games that are kind of like more Sonic like the mini game like, didn't really seem that great. Yeah, they no, weren't. And I just true. said it to easy because I was like, this is annoying. But yeah, the writing was enjoyable enough. Who cares about the characters? They just I just need someone to have a fake murder and then an investigation. And yeah, that was fun. Yep. It was a small little thing. I played it on the Steam Deck and it ran nicely there. So it was just a weird, pleasant surprise. An April Fool's joke that just came out of nowhere. And yeah, that was a that was a good time. Yep. <clears throat> um. For my number three, I think because of the like month of horrible reviews and stuff that it endured before I played it, um, Redfall 
I kind of had a fun time. <laughs> sure. I was okay. like, hey, I just want to shoot some vampires in Maine. Oh, hey, this game has that. That's great. Um, oh, it's obviously designed for co-op because every time you die, you kind of stop for a second and go, oh, because you're supposed to be rescued. Uh, but I was playing it solo, so I just had to deal with that. Um, but the respawns are pretty generous. I don't know. I, I played through that whole thing, saw the credits, had a pretty happy vampire time, tried to con Paul into installing it again and playing co-op with me, but he wouldn't do it. Um, sure, so, that's fair. you know, I only got to play it the one time. Uh, but, you know, staking vampires and vague Salem's Lottie kind of vibes to everything. I was kind of happy about that. So, uh, yeah. And I, really, in, now that I can reveal, this is why I played Prey, uh, because this was ah. that team's good game. <laughs> so okay. I was like, well, if I like their worst game, maybe they did a good job <laughs> a few years ago. And then I uh, had a better time sure. with that. But this this is the stupid arcane game that was able to lower the bar enough for me to get over it and start appreciating their work and their style so yeah that's like another kind of weird thing when you when you look at the arcane kind of legacy it's like i remember the marketing they were like you can play it just like an arcade game arcane game you know you can do stealth why would you ever do stealth in redfall that is (laughs) nonsense this game might as well be like bad borderlands just get shotguns and mm-hmm. go stab that guy. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Like I couldn't imagine yeah. playing stealth in that thing. Yeah. I, I also love that the other arcane studio is also making a vampire game with blade. So I know. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, they're really double down, down on, on vampires. vampires. Yeah. yeah. But maybe It'll that'll say, be even better. I think one of my favorite things though, about Redfall that came out of it, um, was just kind of all the publicity around it when it came out and it was such a failure. And it even had Phil Spencer going on and doing interviews kind of about like some behind the scenes, like what happened stuff. And that was just like kind of really insightful, like a look behind the curtain that we don't awfully get. And I think that's my favorite thing about Redfall. (laughs) It revealed something about the business of modern. Yeah, the business because that you just like never hear about. Yeah, I think he had like a big interview on like kind of funny. It was like a 45 minute thing. And they asked some like hard hitting questions. That was just super interesting. Yeah, no, it it I I also might have to concede, like, perhaps with High on Life last year, I might just like bad shooters. Like, I just have an (laughs) appetite for them. Uh, So this one worked out for me. I I was happy to play through this, but didn't uh, I I was surprised it was I I was honestly surprised. There was a moment where I, like, looked at the Metacritic while I was playing. I was like, what is this? Like a high 60s or something? I was like, no, it's in the 50s. Like, people hate this game. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was going to give it a 68 or something, but you have a Google right. alert for games that get a 50 on Metacritic. Like, <laughs> What's it? Just, it's a certain threshold. It's, it's like, connected I gotta immediately to your steam wallet. Just buy it. You know, I want it. Give me all that. <laughs> I, goes, I, I don't know. Saying, does, I doesn't fun high on life have a, a horror DLC called high on knife. That's that's does pretty it? dumb, but great. Sounding. I think that's real. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I think that's real. Okay. Anyway, I should probably check that out, I guess. Although all the Justin Roiland news this year made me feel real bad immediately. <laughs> I, like, do it. I like gave that a super high mark and I was like all about that guy like 12 months ago. And now it's just like, oh, well, sorry, I didn't know. But yeah. Um, OK, that was your number three. My number three was Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. OK, Community. all right. OK, community number three was Baldur's Gate. OK. Sure. Just okay. just the first one. Not even the third. Just the first one. No, Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> oh, okay. To be specific. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of this Baldur's Gate series. It's time to give it a try. 
This is very surprising. (laughs) (laughs) My number two was Suica Game, because that just kind of came out of nowhere and kind of took everything by storm for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was just like a fun little puzzle game. Just a nice time waster. Just weirdly charming for what was otherwise just a simple like physics 2048 style game. That's a great game. Easy to rip off too, which is great because there's different versions of it. Doing yeah, kind there, of their someone own built thing. one and put our community characters in it, so like we've got a custom yeah. one. Yeah, that's great. Good nice. stuff. Uh, my number two was my friendly neighborhood. Not necessarily that like it was going to be fun because a horror game with puppets always sounds like it's probably going to be kind of fun, but the fact that it's like one of the best Resident Evil games of the year is insane. It like. That game is very, very good that in a way I guess I wasn't ready for. Uh, it almost broke the big lists, but it was way too stacked this year. So that got that got thrown off pretty quick, <laughs> I will okay. say. Uh, but yeah, if you like Resident Evil type games, especially like first person, like Resident Evil 7 and 8 or whatever, it's definitely worth looking into. Just weird Muppety horror stuff going on. But cutesy, like it's not disgusting or anything. Nice. Uh, number two for me was F zero ninety nine. Yeah, which watching the 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 Nintendo Direct even was just like I I just love it when it's like and it's out right now you could go play it. Oh, it's yeah. like oh great. Uh, it was just you know it's been what twenty one years. It's been a weird amount of time since there's been an F zero game. So for Nintendo to acknowledge it and release a cool thing, uh, is in and of itself a surprise. And then it's easily the most I've ever played of an F zero game. Uh, I'm not great nice. at it, though. I will admit, yeah. you know, I maybe got mm. a top 10 finish once, uh, but I kept trying. I kept racing uh, too much Mute City one. Yeah, <laughs> way too much mm. Mute City one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wins every poll. It's like, come on. I want to do something else. But oh, well, uh, still still pretty fun time, though. Uh, so, yeah, F-Zero. Uh, speaking of games that just come right out, my number two is Hi-Fi Rush. Nice. Yep. Um, that was a good one. So they just Microsoft did the Nintendo thing and just dropped it out of nowhere. And it was pretty crazy that this thing came out of Tango. That's another surprise in of itself. The a horror studio. And it's probably one of the like most striking visual look visually looking games like ever really like it looks so good. They they just dove in to this aesthetic. Um, it plays great. It's the the characters are written super well. Um, and yeah, it came out of absolutely nowhere and that was super cool. And the community number two was also Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, nice. All right. My number one surprise this year was Pizza Tower. I was not expecting... Nice. I was not <laughs> expecting this like gross ass looking game to actually be as much fun as it is. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I like I like Wario games and this is the kind of Wario game I'm ant on because I like cla- like one, two, three Wario, not four. And this is very clearly four. Yeah. Um, and I bounced off of this one at first, but uh, I came back to it and appreciated it for what it was. And yeah, I think it's generally like a good, fun game. Yeah, a crazy no, art it's style super, for sure. super good. The fact that they made a Wario game in 2023 is crazy. And the, the fact, fact that, that there's a second really one coming out, too. The Anton Blast is also out really soon, I think. 
Yep, that's true. Exciting times. I feel weird about this one, but so so it goes. Uh, Pikmin 4. Uh, mostly because I mm. was worried about this one. I wasn't sure it would be good. Because um, I didn't like 3 very much. I played it again last year. Um, and had a lot of frustrating times that I think I talked about, at least with Paul at some point, about my watermelon disaster after that boss battle. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> there are so many little quality of life improvements in Pikmin 4 that I was just like constantly happy with little things they did. And it feels sort of like a greatest hits of just like some of the best stuff from 2 uh, and then also some great new stuff with the night missions and whatever. Um and it just kind of kept giving me more stuff. Like there's like an Olimar campaign. There's like a secret dungeon of more puzzles and stuff as you keep playing. Uh, so I was just I was just really happy. I was I was constantly happier and happier as I played nice. more and more of it. So, yeah. So wholesome. OK. Um, my number one is Lies of P. Um, nice. Elden Ring is basically like my kind of. Well, I guess it's not my first Souls-like, but the one I probably spent the most time with and really dove into. And up until Liza Pia, all the Souls-likes that I played through have a lot of co-op, and that's that's mm-hmm. very important. And then Liza P was like, no, we don't do that, because fuck you. Um, so I was like, all right, I guess I have to like get good and, and do this by myself. And I did do it by myself. I did the whole game by myself. Um, so that, nice. was all, that was also a surprise. But... I think it's also surprising because this game is based on Pinocchio and that's absurd. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and it's also extremely good, which I think surprised everyone. Like everyone thinks this is a fantastic souls. Like, so that's, and I think it's very good too. I had a ton of fun with it. Um, and I just enjoyed my time start to finish lo- really rewarding. So yeah, lives, lives of P. Cool. And the community one was F zero ninety nine. Yeah, not surprised. okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, new category time. Best game of the year or game of the year through osmosis. These are games neat. We did not play, but we absorbed enough peripheral experiences of them. Maybe someone talked about it. Maybe you watched a stream. Yada yada. But you did not play the game yourself. John number three. Number three, Sea of Stars. Uh, I love Chrono Trigger. I love like those kind of like chill SNES-style JRPGs. And uh, everything I saw about this game looked great. The Messenger devs worked on it, which I love the Messenger. Everything about this seems like it could be right up my alley. Just didn't get around to it. But uh, yeah, no, everything I saw on it just looked like I got to check this out at some point. So it felt like it would have been a top contender for sure. Nice. I only have two, so skip me this round. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the making of Karatika. I watched uh, Jeff Gersman play a bunch of other ports of Karatika. Uh, so I got my own little history lesson on bad versions of that game, uh, which made me curious about the like, you know, authored history, like a uh, good version of the Jordan Mechner documentary kind of thing. So and I liked right. Atari 50 last year, which was the same people, I believe. So, yep. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about it, but I'm also you know, I saw a bunch of Karataka play this year and it's a pretty short game. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not primed right now to go through those. So, yeah, but I, I had a bit of a Karataka experience this year. So, yeah. Uh, my number three is El Paso Elsewhere. Uh, this was nice. just talked about on a lot of game podcasts. 
Paul talked about it too. Uh, just very high, well-regarded. Um, definitely seems like a game I would absolutely be into, um, but I, I'm looking forward to one day playing it for sure. Yep, cool game. Uh, the number three choice for the community was Alan Wake 2. There oh. you go, yeah. My number two, the best game I didn't play, Mortal Kombat 1. I love this nice. series to death, even though it's cheesy as heck and looks really stiff as heck. There's just something about the Mortal Kombat games I just love. And uh, I was really worried at first when uh, they were ramping up for this game. I was like, oh no, Johnny's not going to be as good as he was because the last few games have made Johnny a main focus. And he still kind of is in this one from what I've seen. So I'm still glad that he's there being the snarky asshole that he normally is. The interactions between the fighters seem really fun. Story mode seems good as always. And the character roster for the guest pass is batshit insane with uh, Omni-Man yep. from Invincible, uh, Homelander from The Boys, and... Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker, a.k.a. John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, from, I forgot the Yeah, I the from the Suicide one. Squad. Yeah, no, like, it just, it's just a weird-ass list, and it's just like, this look, this is would have been right up my alley. This definitely would have landed on top ten. That's a good honorary three for me. I, I'll take, I watched a few people play uh, some matches of that too. I didn't watch the story mode because that's kind of the thing I go to Mortal Kombat for, but like yeah. that seems like a cool game for sure. Um, my number two was Hardcore uh, World of Warcraft, which is just basically classic WoW, but uh, if you die, you're completely dead. And particularly because <laughs> a giant group of streamers created a guild with the intention of getting up to 60 and doing raids or whatever. And the amount of like drama and shit that ensued was hilarious. Oh my <laughs> but, like, god! That's not something I would ever do myself. That's just ridiculous. But like, it's the type of thing where they're like getting close to level sixty, the max level or whatever, and then like one of the main people dies, and it's just like, okay, well that person just now has to play for three days straight to make raid by the end of the week. <laughs> just, just shit gross. like that. And just like this gross. is ridiculous. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> I don't want to talk about like people should watch. Uh, I think his name is Rav on YouTube. Or if you look up Rav, the avatar, there's a whole series he did. He, he's a League of Legends uh, YouTuber, I guess. And he was part of this thing and kind of like documented his journey. And it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's uh, it's some of the best YouTube. Uh, wow. Content maybe in the last decade. It's so good. I recommend people check that stuff out. But uh, yeah, that was a great time this year. Uh, kind of different criteria for this one, but WarioWare Move It. Um, I've played a lot of WarioWare over the years, <laughs> including yep. the uh, much maligned Get It Together, uh, which sucks. wasn't wasn't very good. <laughs> nope. uh, so I just kind of felt a little burned from that and wasn't in a place where I wanted to jump back in that soon after. But I still intend to play it long term. Because uh, I like the series and I hope it's better, but I I I haven't looked at it yet. I haven't done that yet. So I'm a I'm in a similar boat, those. feeling burned from Get It Together. But the, the but another part is that I just don't think I want motion controls. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I, I yeah. like. I've, I've heard people one. said it's all right. Like it, it works fine. But like, yeah, I'm also of like I just give me button. Yeah, I liked the Wii one as well. Yeah. I had a. I had a, like a remember had friends over for like a sleepover. We played a ton of it, but I think I'm just like past that part of my life. Like I just don't want to use motion controls. Yeah, so, something was holding me back a little bit, but I 
yeah honestly i'd rather have rhythm heaven but oh for sure oh well yeah this is is, uh still something i'm curious about but i haven't done it yet so number two (laughs) and my number two is armor core six i don't think i'm ever going to play this game um i have no history with the (laughs) with the series um but this was another one where it was very popular and a lot of people talked about it and it sounded very cool but I just think it's not my game and I'm not going to want to bang my head against it. So this is like the perfect like I only want to experience it through osmosis. Yeah, totally fair. The community number two was lethal company. Oh, that's fair. Yep. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. My number one for best game I did not play this year was Final Fantasy 16. Uh, mm. I keep wanting to get into Final Fantasy so bad, or back into it, I guess. And being told it's Devil May Cry, done by the writers of Final Fantasy XIV, which people praise having the best story. I'm like, this seems so up my alley. And just like all the little things I see about it, all the voice actors having fun with the goofy characters and everything. And just like, even though the game itself is serious, all the different directions it goes in from what I've seen. It seems like I would really get a lot out of this, but it just, I installed it and I just never got a chance to get around to it. But what I saw online looked like a lot of fun. So definitely want to scratch yeah. the top 10 at that point. And you're a Game of Thrones fan too. It has some of like that feel to it yeah. for a lot. That game's just so long. I will say <laughs> yeah, the, no. the story does not stick the landing. The Game of Thrones does not last very, it's a good first half of a game. So you'll get all the stuff you want in the first half of the game. I'll say Mm. that. Yeah. My number one is a ROM hack called Grand Pooh World 3. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) Yeah. That basically I've been watching um, the creator of it create it for the last four years on and off or whatever. I don't usually actually watch him um, mainly because my times don't align or whatever. But anytime it was like a stream where he would stream like the creation of it, I would try to be there and watch it and just chill out there. So I, I like followed this thing from nothing to it being made to seeing people learn it, beat it, and now are speedrunning it. And it's just been like this weird four years of my life, <laughs> essentially, that I've been following this thing. And the culmination came uh at the end of last year, around November-ish. So it's been super, super cool. Um, well, this one's this one's different criteria again, but I didn't want to make the same mistake I did with the Fallout 4 Starfield thing and double dip too quickly on something. So I finally played Fallen Order this year and had a great time. Star Wars Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not like keen on playing the sequel so soon after. So I'm just kind of... right kicking it back with survivor uh so i'm just out of sync with the timeline of that series i'll probably play it in like four years um, and it launched a little <laughs> rough so they both I felt okay about sitting sitting them sitting out for a while yeah i actually heard that too about falling around. i was like this got great reviews right and it's like no you played a fixed version like way later and had yeah. a way better time it's like oh great so i'll do that again uh, i did kind of a run of some star wars games this year and uh that was the standout so I'm keen to play this eventually, but I'm not I'm not feeling the pressure to do so right now. So, yeah, Cal mm-hmm. Kestis's journey will have to wait for me. <laughs> but yeah, yep. 
Okay, my number one, I also kind of cheated because I have kind of like a like a t- like a one A and one B, but <clears throat> let me okay. say the the, the the like official one first is Void Stranger because you two Paul and yeah. John are very big yeah, on okay. it, and I would I sounds something I would really like. So I just heard a lot of good praise from you guys. Um, sure, so that's probably like my most like I I do want to find time for this thing. <clears throat> okay, now my one B. This is a game I did play and it didn't come out uh, this year. So that also doesn't really count it. But in terms of me like watching content around a game, this is by far the like the winner here. And that's the making of Psychonauts 2. And so that did come out in 2023. And it's one of like the best documentary series on game developments of all time. And I enjoy and like I watched like there's like 60 hours of that thing. Um and I I completely ate it up and loved every minute of it. Uh, so that that gets like an honorary mention. Awesome. Uh, the top experience through osmosis for the community was Baldur's Gate three. Makes a ton yeah, of sense. That makes sense for sure. All right, last category before the game of the year is games you swear you'll come back to. So these are games you did play. And like, you know, you, they're probably still installed on your hard drive. You know, you keep the the, the cartridge close. Well, it's, it's 2023. There's, you're definitely not keeping the cartridge close. Um, but you, for whatever reason, you keep telling yourself, yeah, um, as soon as I clear this next game or I clear a little bit of time, I'm going to get back to it. But we all probably know you won't. But, you know, keep the dream alive. And that's what we're doing here. John, what's your number three? Spider-Man 2. Love the first mm. one. Love Miles Morales. Just never got to put any time into Spider-Man 2. I got like through the intro and that was it. It'd be like that sometimes. Sure. Yep. Uh, this, so listen, I didn't, I thought I was disappointed by Starfield, but I will revisit it at some point and see <laughs> if it lands, it sticks the landing another okay. time. So I, I will definitely go back to it at some point when it's just like, I have nothing to do for a week. Let's try <laughs> this thing out again or something. Did you finish we'll, it? Yeah. We'll see. Fuck no. no? I okay. stopped playing it after like four hours or something. Oh, okay. Like right. not, yeah. not long. Uh, hey, remember Forspoken? Uh, I have that yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is like high on my like I really want to play this because I hear like okay there, enough there's, things. There's something about the traversal, you know, like I don't right. know. I, I, I wasn't hating it. It's just it I and I couldn't keep it installed. It's like 130 gigs or something. So I had to get rid of that thing to play other games. Uh, but I, I I'll probably look at that again uh, yeah. at some point in time. So, yeah, the game is weirdly cheap like Hennig, on PlayStation. Right? Now I keep seeing it for like 15 bucks. Like part of me is yeah. like I should, I should get it. But then I'm like, I have so many I, I want to really play. But that is high on my list for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I intend to look at that thing again. So forespoken. Uh, my number nice. three is Disney Illusion Island. I got like 75% of this game done. Um, I'm actually pretty sure I'll come back to it, but I kind of started playing it co-op and I just need to get that friend group again together. Mm. But it's been kind of long enough that like, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but like I would really like to come and just kind of finish off what is probably no longer than two or three hours left of that game. Yeah, like, that game's all right. Like I did it solo, so I'm just like, yeah. Probably, you're probably close to the end. It's t- it's a totally fine, yeah. It's a it's it's good. 
<clears throat> I thought you finished it for some reason. I, I guess I misunderstood. I did. I don't think Sean did. Oh, okay. Uh, number three for the community was Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Okay. Long games. Yep. It actually yep. came out. They were able to release it. Finally, yeah. Yeah. My number two, RoboCop Rogue City. I love me some RoboCop, and that game is just the right amount of RoboCop and dumb, and it's just, mwah, love it, love it. But uh, never so got it's like RoboCop it. 2, I guess. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but okay. I think RoboCop 1's got more, like, the right amount of dumb. I think 2 goes a little too far into dumb. Okay, okay. Well, that's an endorsement, then. Ro- yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, this almost doesn't count for me because I, and I know it's a game I'm going back to and it's Diablo four because that it's doing <laughs> seasons and I'm going to check out every season of that thing probably. So, but yeah, I but, mean, but you saw I'll some credits on that thing, right? Like you. Oh yeah. You no, that. I've played every season so far. I've just mean, oh, yeah, like, okay. a game I'm going to get back to. He swears whatever. he comes back to it. That's, that's the name of the category. Yep. Okay. I have a need to come back to finish and the, it might be an infinite game. But okay, okay. Yes. Um, Slayer's X, Terminal Aftermath, Vengeance of the okay. Slayer. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! I got I got to defeat Mevin. I mean, he's he's still yeah. out there taunting me. So I I got to get that glass gun and and go kill that guy. I I'm assuming <laughs> they they haven't really dropped the penny that that's what's going to happen. Um, but that's what's going to happen. So I'll see it through. It's a super short game, so I got to get those that, achievements. That was your disappointing as well, right? It was also disappointing. I wish it was a better. We have a, we have a sickness where we're like we're disappointed by this thing, but I gotta get back. To it. I'll, I'll, I'll get the credits on. I'm it's a cry for help, it. man. It's just a cry for help. <laughs> it's still like that. It's not it. very big. Yeah, it'd be like that. It's, yeah, it's trivial hard drive space. So, I'll keep <laughs> yep. it. Uh, my number two is like a dragon Ishin. Um, yeah, I don't know how far I am in that game. I'm significantly far. I just don't know how long it is. I don't think it's particularly long compared to the other ones. So I got to be at least halfway done it. So I will just like finish that up at some point because I do plan to play everything Yakuza before I die. So I do have to. <laughs> oh, well, finish th- you, you set a reasonable goal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I'll get back to it one day. Yeah. Uh, number two for the community was The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, My number one, I had to change on the fly because somehow I missed this game when writing down the games I played this year. Void Stranger. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I was really into that for like, I don't know, like a week, a month, and then just like never touched it. It was because I was playing it on my Steam Deck. So I'm like, okay, well, then next time I pull out the Steam Deck, I'll play it. And then I haven't used my Steam Deck since. So it's just like, oh, I don't even remember where I am in that. I think I'm literally going to turn on the game. It's going to start a cutscene. Oops. Yeah. There's a lot in that game, too. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, My number one is Lies of P, because that game is fucking amazing. And I'm mad that I didn't play more of it. But, again, it'd be like that sometimes. I can't wait to play more of it. Good. All right, I'm going to I'm going to follow Paul's logic on the Diablo and pivot my number one answer to a game I think is good instead of this other one. Uh, Alan Wake 2, there's the promise of DLC, which I'm excited about. And there's also the 
the like uh, final draft mode, which I did start. Uh, but it's just like, oh, man, I'm just playing this again. And I know different things will happen, but I just played this. So I, I haven't done that yet. But that sure. that's definitely mm. going to happen in 2024 is uh, some more Alan Wake 2. And I did not uninstall it. It's sitting there waiting for me to play more of it. So, nice. yeah, that's that's something I'm keen about as opposed to that Todd Howard game that we were talking about before. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> OK, yeah, that gets bumped yeah. off. Also, like. So like for th- this category can definitely be good games. All my games are good games. They're just yeah. games that like I significantly yeah. left and I I keep telling myself I'm coming back. Like my number one game, Hi-Fi Rush, because I played it for about the first okay. week and then stopped and have had it installed on two Xboxes for the entire year because I keep telling myself that's going to be the next thing <laughs> as soon as I clear it up. But it was 2023. <laughs> so there was always like a big, massive thing grabbing my attention each week. So it's I even to be fair, I did boot it up last week and played like 15 minutes of it. And then Prince of Persia showed up and I was like, ah, well, that's why it's number one on my <laughs> list for games. I swear I'm coming back to. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, the community one is no shock at all. Baldur's Gate three, probably yeah. the biggest game. Of yeah, the years. <laughs> there's a lot to come back to. Yeah. All right. Time for the big category. Everyone get comfortable. Three of us have 10 games here. Nathan has five, so he will join in into the rotation at five. Once again, if someone's game um, is higher up on your list, call it out and we will talk about it when we get to the highest spot. John, what is your 10 honorable mentions after? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll make one one of those then. So we even out. Gotcha. Um, As is tradition, I am changing my list at the last moment, as always, because I keep reminding yeah. about games that I did not come out. Everything's I, fluid started, until you what, say it into the microphone. So yeah, the funny thing yeah. was my my I wrote down I counted how many games I had played this year because I do that every year now. Yep. And originally I wrote forty nine, which was one game less than I had played last year. And then during this podcast alone, two games were named that I forgot I didn't write down. So now I'm one game more than I was wow. last year. There you go. Nice. Uh, number 10, Robocop Rogue City. Uh, again, not a surprise. Nice. I'm a big Robocop fan. Uh, I never really got into Fallout, but this really does seem like what Fallout would be if it was Robocop in a way. At least oh, like that kind of like that, that bread and butter for it at least. I just love the grittiness of Robocop in general. I love just the, the right level of stupid silliness that they slip into the world. It feels very like how the movies are. Uh, I've just always had a, like a good, I've just enjoyed that character a lot. And then, uh, yeah, no, genuinely like a super fun, fun game. So. Nice. My number 10 is Pizza Tower. That is on my list. Yeah, I All figured. Right. So we'll move on to me, I <laughs> guess. Right. Uh, oh, OK. Wait, do you because you don't have a number 10, right, Nathan? Yeah, I was, I, I was going to do every other round or whatever. So, OK, yeah, I can Ooh. sit for a second. It's cool. <laughs> my number 10 <laughs> is Chance of Sonar. Um, oh, this is higher on my list. Okay, all right. <laughs> Not gonna be talking about much, apparently. What's the community number ten, or do we only do top three for community? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, community no, 10. number ten is Hi-Fi Rush. Nice. All right. My number nine, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Nice. Uh, I love Jet Set Radio Future, and this is just Jet Set Radio Future done by not the devs of Jet Set Radio. Uh, I'm gonna do it. It feels good. 
It feels good. Uh, combo system's fun. The e- I hate normally hate the graffiti system. Like I hate jet set radios, but like this one actually does a pretty good job of it. It has a nice fun feel to it. The soundtrack is amazing, and just the story just seems somewhat engaging. So yeah, no, into it. Cool. That's a great choice. My number nine is Diablo Four. Uh, so this is a game that. I've been kind of up and down with, uh, but every time I remember back to that first playthrough, which is kind of, I think, the thing they cared most about, like that campaign mode in the first playthrough is so good, and I had such a great time with it. It's a little bit of a shame that they had a little stumble uh, with the season stuff, but they kind of righted themselves with season two a decent amount, so I'm optimistic about where they're going forward with it, but uh, it's just such a nice return to form for Diablo from... I didn't like Diablo 3 as much or whatever, even though that got better eventually with uh, the Reaper of Souls DLC and some other stuff. But Diablo 4, right from the get-go, was just so engaging and so fun to me. Uh, yeah, it's a great game. Oh, okay. Should I... The bottom of my list is F-099. Can I talk about it or? Yeah. And, okay. So this is your number five game. Is that what you're saying? This is my number five, which is sort of equivalent to your number 10. <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. So but in um, that regard, your number one is only as good as my number two. Exactly. Yeah. That's how oh. the math works. That's just how yeah, it is. So, okay. um, but yeah, F-099, it was a fun surprise as we talked about, but I also just enjoyed unlocking cars and playing over and over, uh, just sitting down for a couple races. And uh, I didn't do very well, but I kept trying. So it was it was fun to play a, a battle royale of sorts in the Nintendo vein. Uh, that wasn't as punishingly like difficult as Tetris 99, which I'm worse at. So, okay. you know, thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> My number nine is Dave the Diver. All right. Heard about that game. Dave the Diver is awesome. This is kind of what triggered me to go back to play Moonlighter because it's very similar of like kind of doing a dungeon crawl esque uh, roguelike, then going in like preparing a shop and selling stuff. Um, or, or one is you're actually dungeon crawling and selling versus Dave the Diver is you are fishing um, and then serving sushi. But Dave the Diver also has like literally a million other like kind of mechanics in it and they just keep adding it and it's insane like they i'm in like the second or third last chapter and i'm still getting new stuff they could have stopped adding and i would have been happy after like chapter two but there's just so much in this game um i think it's also just a great value like it's like a almost 30 hour game they released it for like 15 bucks or whatever like it's it, it looks great. It plays great. It's super enjoyable. They And like I was talking to Paul about this, they went so above and beyond what was probably necessary with just like the goofy cutscenes and stuff of like the man yeah. creating sushi on the peak of a mountain with his flaming fist like that didn't need to be in there, but they did that. And that's it's so enjoyable. It was also the game that I treated myself with after I treated myself with a Steam Deck OLED. And it was just such the perfect combination because those colors just absolutely popped and made me feel better about this unjustifiable purchase I just made. <laughs> yeah, it is really such a great game. And if Baldur's Gate 3 is the like biggest game, Dave the Diver is definitely the most game. <laughs> There's so much shit in there. It's insane. Uh, community number nine is Metroid Prime Remastered and Sea of Stars. It was a tie. Okay. 
All right. My number eight. We are on number eight, right? Yes. Yep. My number eight is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. This is Super also Mario my number eight. for me. Okay, we'll talk about it. Uh, get to Paul's. That's uh, higher on my list. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> you your number skip eight. Nathan, right? I mean, oh, I could give no, my right. eight equivalent. Yeah, no, you're I right. Think it's you I, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm confused. My number eight is a Doom mod called MyHouse.Wad or just <laughs> MyHouse. Oh yeah, and this is this is higher on my list. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, this my house is incredible. That thing is great. So it's a boomer shooter where you the idea is is the way it's presented is that it's uploaded on the Doom forums of just like, hey, my buddy died. I went to his house. Like his mom gave me a box of his stuff to remember him by. And uh, like one of it is like this flash drive and a journal or whatever. And on the flash drive is an unfinished WAD file for Doom. So it's like a meta thing. And uh, I like I kind of put it together. Check out, check it out, see what you guys think or whatever. And then it devolves into this just like crazy existential nightmare. <laughs> like there's part like there's meta stuff going on in it. There's literally just like a Google Drive with a journal that you can read with like some pictures drawn in it as well. Um, I don't want to get too far into it in case people want to check it out. But like the whole ride of that thing is madness it's just madness it's so good it's it's one of the best things like it's one of the best mods i've ever played but it's definitely one of the best things i played in 2023 oh uh, i'll do my eight equivalent because it sounds better down here in this part of the list uh it's uh it's this it's this vampire game arcane studios put out (laughs) oh my god Uh, it's 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 kind of like that movie uh, Salem's Lot, uh, but you you have a shotgun with a stake on it. It's called Redfall. Um, okay. It was fun <laughs> for me yeah. to do that. I enjoyed it, but I don't That's want good. it to be like while well, you guys are talking about your fourth best game of the year, I suddenly <laughs> pop in with Redfall because I'll sound insane. So it's <laughs> there's an asterisk next to it. Um, if you want to shoot vampires in a kind of glitchy game on Game Pass, Redfall maybe it's okay okay so sure number eight slash four and uh my eight was super mario bros wonder which we will talk about later uh community number eight was fire emblem engage there you go my number seven war stride challenges now nathan talked about earlier about not really being into boomer shooters all that much but uh this is the year i got reminded how much i like them so, like, boomer mm. shooters and twitchy shooters. So, this is basically just a speedrun game of twitchy boomer shooters, but it's all about movement. You have, like, good, in, like, midair dashes. You have, like, all these different variety of weapons. There's a level creator. It's just got sharp challenges. It's just weirdly fun to do. It's so fast and twitchy. I originally did it for a sponsored segment because I was like, oh, this seems neat. And then I fell in love with it. I think we spent like a, a half an hour to an hour of the segment trying to do one like extreme challenge stage. And it was just I, I couldn't put it down. I was having so much fucking fun with it. So this is the year I got reminded that I love Boomer and Twitch shooters. And uh, that's what got Warstride on number seven. Yeah, just you have so this much looks choice good. to you. Yeah, that's the good thing is like I'm only just getting back into them now. And I'm just like, oh, there, I missed a lot. <laughs> 
like from this year alone, there was some incredible boomer shooters that yeah. I have this problem with boomer shooters where I play them for a while. I'm super into them, but I never finish them. I just drop them at some point, and I don't. I have that problem with video games in general, but yeah, <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. Well, uh, sticking on the mod train, my number seven is Celeste Mario's Zap and Dash. This is the <laughs> uh, this is the Celeste movement tech uh super mario bros one thing uh which is not just a remake of celeste or anything it is a super mario bros one kaizo type game where you have the like mid-air dash and wall climbing and stuff like that and just the way that thing is put together and how it plays is really well done it's done like a metroidvania as well which is kind of fun um there's like a challenge mode sort of thing at the very end to kind of test you a little bit more yeah, that thing's just really, really good. I had such a good time with it. Nice. Are, are we skipping Nathan this round? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my number seven is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh. I think this game is extremely enjoyable. Um, I do like Fallen Order. I think this one's like better. The the kind of openish world metroidvania style thing is very fun um you can equip the goofiest hairstyles on cal like i was gonna ask if you could do different beard styles so you can do beard you can do beard styles you can do hairstyles you unlock a mullet pretty early on in the game that makes him look like just an absolute dirtbag um great um and then one thing that kind of just surprised me about it is was how great the performances were and how much I enjoyed the story and the character arcs going and the different relationships, um, which I just kind of was not expecting to attach onto at all in this, but that was great. The different um, lightsaber stances in this one are way better than the first one. And you basically get like, like a great sword one. That's pretty ridiculous. Cause you're just like destroying people with this lightsaber that for no good reason is heavy for you. Um, I don't know how that makes any sense narratively in that world. <laughs> that light that's is how, so dense. Yeah, there. exactly. So it's it is just really fun, and enjoyable. I had a great time. Um, I wish it was less buggy for sure, but it is what it is. Sure. Uh, number seven was Final Fantasy sixteen for the community. Okay. okay. Nice. My number six, Suica game. Nice. Yep. It had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, fun mobile-like game that just was super cheap. I, I technically didn't even come out this year, but it's the Switch version specifically that kind of took everything by storm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just was really fun. It was just, I just loved playing it on stream. It is vibing along with it and just relaxing. Just genuinely like fun, fun time. Good. Yeah, super addictive. There's a decent Steam ripoff one that I've been playing too that yeah. uh, was like a buck or whatever. But uh, there's also Suica.World, which is free. Oh, the but online yeah, multiplayer a- one? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. good stuff. The one that my one of my community members made also, they added in some extra things where you could like spend your points to like shuffle the board around a little bit. Like it would be like a point of impact. You'd click and then it would burst things around. Oh, and it actually okay. changed the game to a point where it actually was really fun and you could get super high scores using it. That's pretty cool. Damn. I should go back and see some of that stuff. That's neat. All right, Sean, let's talk about Chance of Sonar, my number six game Hell yeah. of the year. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, Chance of Sonar 
this is one of the games that I've been waiting to get to for a while. I was put off a little bit because I didn't really want to get into like another puzzly game. I've been playing Void Stranger. I had been playing Void Stranger, and that's one of those games where like you write everything down because you need to remember stuff or whatever. Uh, Chance of Sonar is not like that at all. Everything's kind of built in-house, as it were, in the UI for how you puzzle that thing through. And um, I think I was just taken back by how like well those languages are designed to be different enough that like every time you are learning a new one, like it it makes sense. Like there's a good analog in the real world to it and like how the grammar changes as well. And then having to mix between the different like languages to talk to each other and how it kind of builds the story of you kind of bringing the people together or whatever is just um, just super good. The puzzles are great. The music's great. It's just such a vibe too. like that game is incredible. Yeah, this was like probably the like last game I played that entered into my list uh, for the year. I just kind of played it over the course of a weekend, which was pretty enjoyable because I think it would be very hard to pause this game and come back later uh, with all the things you need to kind of keep in mind and juggle around. Um, Like I said on the main show, if you like Return of the Oberdin, you're going to find a lot to like here. And I like that game quite a bit. It's just the whole deduction thing, piecing things together. I have two out of the three of this page. I can figure it out. Um, and then, yeah, it is very cool. Just how tight the like puzzling of, of the, how the languages interact with one another. And it's like, okay, well they use this word to describe this kind of character, but in this society for the same kind of character, they call them this and you're figuring those out and it's, it's just like a really smart game. It makes you feel really smart and it's so cool to just kind of get lost in and, and learn this language. It's, it's, it's a pretty unique puzzle game. Also, it looks incredible. Just it has a great look there for sure. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. uh, my six slash three is Mario Wonder. So can we talk about it now or is it higher? I think it's still, I think it's still higher on Paul's list. It is, yeah. All right, we'll get to okay. that later then. Uh, my number six is Fire Emblem Engage. Um, this oh. has just kind of been at like the top of my games I need to remember when I get to Game of the Year since it came out in like January and like no one's talking about this game anymore, but it is, it's such a good Fire Emblem. I think it looks really nice. The music is is always good in Fire Emblem, but my problem with like Three Houses was it was just far too easy. And then this one, even though the story is awful, like it's it is just mind numbingly bad. The they brought the combat back. They brought the 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 puzzle aspect of it back. And so playing it was for me just a lot more fun. And what was missing from three houses, they kind of flipped the switch Whereas three houses had like a really cool story and interesting characters. Then they got rid of all that and said, well, let's make it the gameplay interesting this time. So, hey, maybe next time they'll get it right again and get them both. But (laughs) I really was surprised and had a lot of fun with Engage. And again, I think it looks just so good. Nice. Uh, the community choice was Super Mario RPG. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. Yep. Number five, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. I love the first Advance Wars so much and uh, getting to play through it again was so nice to play on the Switch. It just it felt like going back to my childhood. It was really fun actually getting to enjoy the multiplayer properly because of playing it online or playing it locally with friends was also nice because I never really got to do that with the original Advance Wars. 
I feel like I actually got the experience I wanted back then as a kid. And I finally had to experience Advance Wars 2 because I never really got into that one. Because I was like, oh, I, I played the first one. I don't need to play the next one. Uh, so it was just like a super fun, great experience. I had a great time with it. Awesome. Nice. I'm pretty sure we're going to be skipping me because it, my five is Alan Wake 2. And I'm, that's surely higher for you guys. Uh, yeah, that's that's higher on my list. That's higher on my list. Yep. Okay. Skipping Nathan, so, right? So yep. my number five. Uh, oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My number five, number five is Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Wow. I'm like that's, that's actually the surprised. Okay. Um, for the record, I, I did not finish this one. I finished Breath of the Wild. I like Breath of the Wild more. I still can't deny how great Tears of the Kingdom is. Um, and I say that, and it's probably, you know, Breath of the Wild was like my number two game that year. This one's significantly lower. I'm not the kind of person that wants to like find my own fun, build my own thing. And while I'm playing this, I am kind of like avoiding like building a car and driving it. I'm just going to run over there. But it is still mm. the sense of exploration. I feel like is still there. I, I dove into it like over the holidays and I was doing like the labyrinth area. There's just still so much to find. I I think it's a really great Zelda game for sure. Clearly, I'm the only one in the room who believes that, uh, which is fine. Um, but you know, I can't deny it. I, I still had a really good time and the, the four dungeons that are there are still really good. That wind one is such a awesome one, especially the boss fight is just so cool. Um, so yeah, there you go. Tears of the kingdom. It's on someone's list. <laughs> cool. Uh, community number five was Pikmin four. There you go. Nice. My number four, which I had to throw in last minute because I forgot when I went through the list, I didn't see it on there. Void Stranger. This is higher for me. I had a feeling. <laughs> I okay. I had a feeling. Don't worry. Soon. 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 <laughs> uh, my number four, we can finally talk about Wonder. Let's talk about Super All Mario right. Wonder. All right. That's a video oh, game. Oh, yeah. Super. Yeah. There's uh, some fun stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Mario's Super Mario Wonder jumping. for me is what Odyssey did for 3D. Like it made me actually like 2D Mario's again for the first time in years. Uh, basically, I really liked anytime I went into a stage, it was like a decent Mario stage, but there was always a fun gimmick to look forward to. Uh, and that kind of put it over the top for me. I liked going into each new stage and just seeing, oh man, like what is going to be the weird batshit thing they do now? And sometimes it's disappointing. It's just like, oh, it's a shitty march with a shitty song. But sometimes it's like, oh, everything has completely changed. And now we're doing like this weird auto scroller thing while I'm like juggling myself on top of a bunch of uh, bulls or something like it gets so crazy in some parts. And it made it worth wanting to see every second that I could of that game. And then like compounded with the fact that you have the different perk system or whatever, even though only two perks are the like ones you'll ever use, probably. I like the idea that. While I'm kind of searching for secrets, I can put on this one that will like make a dinging sound or whatever when I'm near one. Or I like this one to do like a better jump or whatever. Or the f the floating is like all you're probably ever going to use, frankly. But yeah, yeah, I think that game is just so well rounded for like any demographic or whatever. It's one of the ones that I've heard a lot of people say that they've played with like their kids or friends or whatever. Yeah, that game is just incredible. And I. Uh, 
yeah, one of the best games of the year I, for me. I kind of like the online element, too, of just seeing someone else struggling in the same level you're in and you kind of yeah. help each other out. Like, I definitely had some good, like, community moments with people, which was kind of cool. I think you turned that stuff off. Uh, so I did. Apparently, the game I turned it off. It. Yeah, I'm okay. with you, Nathan, though. I um, liked it. And even the, like, goofy little, like, fun park stuff where you kind of need those yeah. people. Like, I or, like yeah, there's these there. kind of puzzle levels where it's just like there's a bunch of invisible things in here. And then you're just kind of seeing other players go struggle in certain areas that gives you clues and stuff. It was kind of neat. Um, and yeah, I just enjoyed playing through all of that stuff, like kind of Super Mario World style. It kind of rewards you for yeah. doing all the things and getting all the things. So I, I wanted to do that. Um, I did have to play as what's that guy's name? Nabbit. Uh, yeah. To finish the last level, I'll admit that you know I'm not I'm not that awesome, uh, but <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> take damage. It easier it's, it's or something. Yeah, Nabbit yeah, Nabbit doesn't even flinch. Yeah, oh, he just kind of okay. takes a hit and goes whatever. He's a little uh, brother character or whatever you want to call same it. Same with the Yoshi's. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. The yeah, Yoshi's yeah. at least if they hit something, they'll go ah, and you can like fall in a pit or something. Uh, okay. Nabbit doesn't even care. Doesn't He's even like a flinch. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So trying I needed his help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I went into this game with maybe even higher hopes because some of the hyperbolic stuff that was getting thrown around. It's like, oh, it's the best Mario in 30 years. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. It's 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 good. It's a really good game. But I I, I don't know that I can put years. it on that plateau. <laughs> Yeah, like Mario World comparisons, and it's like, whoa. Oh, yeah, that would be I mean, nice. no, I definitely yeah. understand the comparisons, but like the best in 30 years is definitely hyperbolic. <laughs> it seems, yeah. So maybe that's on me. I think the ultimate test will be if it's replayable like that. Like if I play it again yeah. in a couple years, will I have fun all over again? Uh, but yeah. the jury's out on that. So uh, yeah, but it, it was it was pretty great. <laughs> I find it funny. I think I have like the lowest opinion of this game out of all of us. And even though like Sean and I tied it in a ranking, but I think I think the lowest of it, I, I was disappointed by it in a way. It's still mm. a good Mario game, but like I expected more. Like, I feel like they retreaded some of their ideas a few too many times, like the marching and the songs. Uh, I felt like it's, the wonders didn't go crazy enough. I really felt like some of the more interesting ones didn't come back. Or, like, if they did come back, it was just, like, a more frustrating version. Like, the wall running was my favorite one by far. And then, like, mm. that also has possibly the worst stage in the game, too, because of the lack of two bounce. Um, I played it single player. I turned off the online because it was giving away all the secret exits and locations. And I didn't yeah. want that. I wanted the, the, the fun of, like, finding it all on my own. And, yeah. uh... I did it solo, and then I had to do a multiplayer for the Runaway Guys, and that is a completely different experience for that game. Uh, mm. I do prefer how this game handles the multiplayer versus how the new Super Mario Brothers games did. I do miss being able to huck my uh, friends into pits just to mess with them, but mm. for the harder stages, thank God it does not let them do that, and we can all stand <laughs> on the same platforms. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess... I, I was maybe a little disappointed there wasn't a gnarly, like, radical equivalent or whatever. Like, you I get mean, the there kind of was. Some of the special world stages were pretty brutal. But that star yeah. rating they use is so all over the board, too. Like, I've played yeah, some there were fours like, or fives that or, like, a six? pieces of cake. Right. Yeah, like, it's so weird. I think yeah, I would have no, liked yeah. 
some harder stages. I, I think my kind yeah. of big knock against it is it's really short. Like um, it is really short. I know I played like a lot of it kind of back to back, but if I go check the switch, I think it's still like you played eight hours of this. And I yeah, yeah. Like that. I'm curious now because I did 100 percent it. Let me let me boot it up and I have not played it since. Yeah, I didn't do 100 percent. I, I, I Yeah, I did probably like 90, 95 ish. But even then, it's like, I, you know, I saw almost everything and it was pretty short, uh, which is which is kind of a bummer because like Odyssey is long. There is so much in Odyssey. There's a lot of stuff. I There's replayed lot, that this yeah. year, too. Yeah. Like yeah. and I loved Odyssey. So I guess I was just kind of hoping for kind of like the next thing. I, I do definitely think it's a it's a step forward from the new series because that was just kind of a bummer. Kind of like, middling. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. no one regards those well or thinks back on them fondly. Um, and then since then it's, we had like the world, uh, 3d world and three land and, and those are fine, but it had been a while since like a really new one. Um, cause we got like the remake of world, I guess, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess I was, I was just kind of hoping for more of it. I do like all the gimmicks and stuff and they are cool. I, I guess I would have just preferred more stages of that or even ones like the badge system, like Paul's right. Yeah, I just use the gut glide. Like some of those are just such yeah. nonsense. It's glide like it was busted. Like I'm never going so to use good. some of these. Like why even give me this? So I almost wish there was I like think more. I, stages. I primarily use that twirl jump where you go okay. up a little bit. Yeah, I, okay. I mean that's pretty yeah, much yeah. the equivalent of the glide. You get an extra like long jump, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of them yeah, where it's like, hey, this lets you like the same one. Yeah, this one lets you like swim faster. It's like okay, oh, that'll be good for five percent of this game that has water levels like yeah (laughs) useful um i think i would have preferred like i really loved the like pin challenges where they're like get through this thing where you have to like you can only jump when you're falling and stuff like those were super interesting i would have loved more of those because those are also some of the hardest stages but i mean yeah some of those were fun i would absolutely buy a like stage pack like a map pack basically if they were like here's like two more worlds for 10 bucks that would be that would be really cool. I would love that. That'd be cool. Sorry, okay, John so was looking up something. I, I can't I, find yeah. it. It's and it's past my <laughs> top last twenty games I played, so I can't uh-huh. see it without actually putting the cartridge in and loading it up. Right. It was on like I had an extended disappointing list, and it was on there with ends too soon as the only note. So okay, yeah, it it it's sure. maybe a little trim, um, but still fun. You know, by the way, these lists are going. This might be the only game on all four of our lists, though. It might be. Yeah. Consensus. We'll we'll see. Um, Okay, Nathan, we're on Nathan's number two, four. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is this is a little more of a two than a four, I'm going to say. But because of the math I've introduced (laughs) into this, I have to reveal my card here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no uh this is where i put alan wake 2 it is my runner-up this year okay mine's so. higher okay 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 wow my number Wait, four then then two or four <laughs> who knows that's a mystery yeah we'll find out exactly shortly. um my number four is lies of p pretty much for all the same reasons sure. of the surprise i had a ton of fun the entire way through it's not a short game so it is pretty substantial i want to say a spent 30 plus hours with this little Pinocchio Timothy Chalamet boy um and uh it's good man that like dancer's sword once I got that oh man that equipped with uh, paired with the like firearm I was like 
unbeatable. Like, holy smokes, I felt so powerful. And that was great. And when you get to that part in like a Souls like, that's always like the best feeling of like, all right, now I am the deadliest thing in this world. Let's go. Um, so yeah, Liza P is just really good. It's on Game Pass, which is awesome. So, you know, play that for cheap. Uh, I recommend Liza P quite a bit. I can't yeah. wait for the DLC. I want to say that. Uh, community number four was Baldur's Gate 3. Whoa. <coughs> okay. Uh, number three, Turbo Overkill. Like I said, this was the year nice. I got into Boomer and Twitch shooters again, and Turbo Overkill is just that cranked up to the max. It's got you doing like silly ass like skateboard style tricks by using your your saw blade knee to like cut through enemies. You just get like so much movement options in midair. Stages are nice and open, but they've got secrets hidden everywhere. It just feels so satisfying to play, and it just really rekindled my love for this genre. So I do nice. highly recommend Turbo Overkill. It's just so perfectly stupidly over the top every stage just starts in like the dumbest of ways and it's just like this is exactly the stuff i loved about like duke nukem 3d and unreal tournament and stuff like that yeah it's a great game turbo overkill very cool uh my number three is void stranger so we can have that discussion now even though there's not really much to discuss because i want people to play that thing i and know I discuss it it's it's a spoil like every so it's a soko ben style game where you're doing block puzzle stuff but like that's not what makes it incredible. It's what no. makes it engaging and fun. But the secrets in the, that game, the are secrets, crazy. the story. There's so yeah. much hidden everywhere. There's things that you see and you're like, I don't know how to do this. And then you come, like you get back to that stage later in a playthrough, and you're like, Oh, that's what they wanted me to do. I would have had no idea for like ten hours or anything like that. Like it's ah, you can't it's you can't talk about it without spoiling things. But like, yeah. Yeah, that's what's frustrating about it. I guess, like, what I will say is, okay, at this point, if, like, that sounds interesting, you should just go play it. Uh, not to get into any spoiler stuff at all, but... Please don't. It is a game that, like, you go from stage one to, like, whatever stage... I can't even remember how many stages there are. There's a lot of them. And you just... And it's one of those games where they kind of expect you to play it multiple times. So you're just like, holy shit, am I actually going to play, like what 300 200 whatever amount of stages every fucking time to see all this stuff and the answer is yes because they find a way again not to spoil it of how you move around those levels differently so that you can like change the experience up a little bit and like skip certain parts or like do certain parts better not to mention the like knowledge that you've gained doing it one time at least already on how some of those puzzles work or whatever like, it's just really well done. It was so good that it made me want to play their other game that came out um, earlier called Zero Ranger. Zero Ranger's fantastic, by the way. It was so good. <laughs> it, for the same reason, it's like a really good shmup, and then it just adds a bunch of crazy shit in there as well. Like, System Erasure has become one of those studios that if they release something, I'm just buying it, like, straight up. They've yeah. done two of the most impressive things I've seen in video games in years this year. Well, not this year, but I've seen them both this year. And uh, people should just buy Void Stranger. It's so good. All right. I finally got my, my file for Wonder 20 hours. 20 hours. Okay. Wow. But I think, I think some of that was me just sitting around on the tile screen and walking away from the game. So probably cut that down to more oh, yeah. about 15. <laughs> just in disgust. Sure. No, because I have a cat <laughs> that is a child and requires attention. So I have to go and help him out. 
I just that's sure. probably like the longest playtime, and you're like the one who likes it the least. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do it for work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that might color some of it too. <laughs> that colors it a little bit, but I a mean, like bit, it's yeah. it's still it's still fun though. Okay, my number three is Dredge. Uh, nice. Dredge is all about vibes. You're just a cool fishing guy fishing for weird fish in a world that is Cthulhu based. It's messed yep. up at night. You don't want to be out on your ship at night. Um, I think it has a really cool look and the music is eerie and spooky. You get some weird powers of like getting to warp around the area and you're finding just the craziest NPCs on random rocks and bringing them corrupted fish because they asked for it or whatever um it got dlc recently i think it was like three bucks and that was enjoyable to go back for a couple hours to like that new kind of ice area uh dredge is just a really cool game it's i hesitate to call it a cozy game even though i think kind of mechanically it is cozy since the vibes of it are just kind of spooky and dark like it's a cool halloween game um, and yeah, I had a ton of fun with Dredge. The way that story ends is great too. Holy crap. That ending is so good. I loved it. I barely remember. Uh, community number. Th- okay. <laughs> it's like the most memorable thing to me. Okay. Uh, the number three game of the year for the community was Marvel Spider-Man two. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, my number two, Pizza Tower. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I um I bounced off this game when it when I first came out and I first played it. It was so <laughs> so visually busy, so frustratingly like what it wanted versus what I wanted to do. I like I just did not like it. But then I think a month or two passed, and I gave it another chance. I changed the controls slightly to change the the launch up move because that was frustrating, and came back to it and just liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Uh, nice. It just it is generally fun. It's it, it's a great free flow game where you're just like I just want to zone out and just kind of like do things and like it it's great at that because like to get a perfect rank you have to just do everything in one combo and that is both frustrating to do and surprisingly fun to do so uh if i do have a gripe about the game though i think all the boss fights suck ass except for the last one i actually really enjoyed the last one which is weird because it's just the other boss fights basically yeah but there's something yeah. about it that I like. I was actually okay. You know what? Everything's clicking here. I actually really like the way they did this because it's all tamed, toned down versions of the fights versus like yeah. the over the way too drawn out single fights. Something about something about that just clicked with me so much better. Yeah. So yeah, no pizza tower became turned up from something I was gonna put on my disappointing list to my number two. So yeah. I mean, I, I share all your sentiments. I also played that when it came out. It was like, ugh, or whatever. Came back to it for DDP Plus, and I couldn't stop playing it. I was like, yeah. oh, I get it. I'm actually addicted to this. <laughs> I get it. Uh, my number two, to the surprise of nobody, is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Wow. There had to be one on the it's... list. Huh? There. I mean, there had to be a Resident Evil on the list somewhere. Yeah, I think it's a there, rule. There always... There yep. always has to be. There probably is a year where there isn't, but I'd have to look. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the game that I was 
like mediocre on before just done better like in a new engine and like it's just great actually the thing that really put it over the top for me honestly is uh the ada campaign the separate ways thing that came out later in the year was so like well realized and fun that i was just like oh this is actually a full package now like some of the stuff that was missing from the base game they put into here it makes some sense um they give her more of a role it's too bad i'm not a fan of her voice acting in that because i think it's pretty bad but like that character is great uh yeah that the that and the dlc are just such a tight package that thing is so good nathan you should save your Wait. one right yeah i'm gonna save one. my one save if it. i could I also think we <laughs> yeah. should do the community predictions now yeah, we will. because it's once I say my two, it's going to put a lot of pu- pieces into. Place. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, first of all, I'll say the community number two was Mario Bros. Wonder. Okay. Which yeah. probably lets you guess what the first what one, number is. one is. Yeah. You can use that. Okay. Vine like a grapple. That's cool. That one's great. Yeah. Do all right. More That's that. one of my yeah. favorite badges. Absolutely. Yeah. So who's uh predi- who do you I, want me to give you first for predictions? Probably Let's Sean's just go in the in the circle. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, whatever. Oh, in the circle. Okay. Okay. So, John, yeah. you had twenty four different games predicted, the m- most by double of anybody else, <laughs> because nobody knew what the hell you were going to choose. Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> but the Mysterious. most people at nine votes. Landed on Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, so Ooh. we know they're wrong. Okay. The do you want? I have a few more. The yeah, next give me, one give down. Me a more. The next one down was Tears of the Kingdom with six what? votes, and the and the next <laughs> I one down. I complained about there, that game nonstop. Why did you think that had a chance? It didn't even make the top ten. <laughs> and the number third three choice was Pizza Tower. So they weren't even close to your number one this year. Wow, no, they well, were way number off. two. Like, I, I am, I am amazed they, they paid attention to Got me Pizza not Tower. liking Wonder that much, but apparently they forgot I hated Tears. Yeah. Do you want to do yeah. the other predictions, or John, do you want to say your number yeah. one? How do you guys think we should Well, do you it? haven't even said your number two yet. So I know, but once I say it, it's going to kind of confirm a lot of things, so it's that's why I'm holding click off. click into place. Oh, yeah. oh, now oh, I get why now. Okay. Yeah, sure, I'll say my number one. Okay. Uh, so this is a series that I've known about for years, and I never got into it all. I, but I, as a casual fan, I was like, I love the idea behind this. Assassin's and Creed. While the studio... And, no. <laughs> you did Mirage. it. You figured it out. Mirage. And, and while the studio got known and more popular for different things, the fact that the series came back was what meant the most to me. And I finally got to play it and the other games in the series. And I fell in love with it. My number one this year is Advance... Or sorry, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Oh, Whoa. So, did, so you did go back and play some of it? their number four choice. Their number four choice. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> so you got to go back it's and Armored play Core some more of six? Because I know you were wanting to when we talked. I have, yeah, because you have to like beat that game multiple times because there's different paths and there's new fights after you beat the game and all this other shit. And like, sure. But like, I just love the feeling, the control, the, the customization. It, it's, it ticks all the boxes. It, like, it, it gets the ADHD brain going. It's just so stupid fun. Every time I play it, I have a stupid-ass grin on my face. It's just, it just feels so fun and so satisfying. Even if the bosses get frustrating, it just feels like, I love this. This is exactly what I want in a game right now, right this moment. So that's why it hits the number one mark for me. Nice. Wow. From nice. Software finally did it. 
That's great. That game is because last year what Elden Ring was eighth or something. Uh, Uh, yeah, yeah. I think actually, let me look that up because I like Elden Ring was just like, I want to like this, I get why people like it, but it pisses me off. Yeah, Elden Ring was number eight. Nathan remembered exactly. You still played through it twice though. I once and a half, I never finished the other one. Okay, okay. All right, Paul, what did they guess for you? Number one, okay, they guessed Baldur's Gate. Well, okay. So the yeah, thir- the third one guess they guessed for me okay. with, was five votes. Alan Wake two, which was mm-hmm. wrong. The set their second guess was ten votes was Resident Evil four, wrong. and the number one vote with an overwhelming twenty nine votes. <laughs> they, they knew that Baldur's Gate three is my game of the year. Yeah, this is my number two game of the year, and okay. that's why that's why he held off. That's why he held off. Yeah. Okay. Baldur's Gate three. As a fan of Dungeons and Dragons and somebody who is old and can't get a group together every week to do a six hour session or whatever I would want to do is just the perfect game. Like it is a game with a really good story, great dialogue, good voice acting, just a giant world where I can have my D&D campaign at any time for hours and hours, 120 to be exact so far for one playthrough. And like with plenty of stuff I haven't seen, plenty of stuff I probably will never get to see unless I look it up specifically. Uh, I haven't even done a playthrough with other people yet, which you can do. That game is like genre bending and changing in a way that games usually aren't. And it's insane. It it is definitely pretty spectacular. I didn't even finish the first part because I've been wanting to just start over and do it again in a completely different way. Um, I'm even thinking... Yeah, I, I definitely think I should. I'm even like planning to just like get it on the Xbox, but I'm just kind of waiting for a sale because I already bought it full price on PC. It w- it didn't run amazing on the Steam Deck, but the fact that it was definitely playable on the Steam Deck was very cool. Um, like it does so many cool things, even if you're like not a D&D person like myself, just the characters are so interesting and the world they set up is so cool. And the amount of options you have is pretty like spectacular. Like it's it's a really like tremendous game. I, I have very f- similar feelings about it as like Elden Ring, where it's just like just the sheer like scale of what they p- pulled off is kind of astonishing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just so good. All right, Nathan, <laughs> yours had one. Yours had a thing on here. That was so okay. specific that I, I pulled it because it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, OK, it's. So one of the this was only one vote, but I I'll read it to you. Alan Wake, not two, but the original. That's <laughs> the entry. Very interesting. So like, very interesting. Okay. I was like, I did great. play that's remastered great. this year, so but I I didn't throw it in there. Okay. Okay. Their number one guess at seventeen votes was Alan Wake two. Pretty close. It was, it was number two, but yeah. So I don't know this to be sure, but their number two guess at six votes was Baldur's Gate three. Did you play this at all? I haven't played it. I haven't even played okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I think they're right with their number three pick with four votes. Pikmin four. Yeah, they got. They figured me out. They, they, okay. they know, I'm just such Dang. a such a yeah. Uh, Ochi is great because for the first time in all four games, I felt like the combat was like easy and fun. Like I was just wrecking stuff in a way I never was able to do before, uh, which is great 
because I've lost so many Pikmin to stupid things over those three games, but this time I felt like I was kicking ass and it was great. So <laughs> I don't know. It has some coziness to it. It's it's still kind of a cozy, fun game where you're just rescuing people and finding Game Boy advances and whatever. Uh, the one, the biggest disappointment in that game, I will say, there's no GameCube. You don't find a GameCube in that game. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. You get it. You get Lame. a Wave Bird. You get you get Wave Race. But what am I going to play it on? You know. So <laughs> I don't true. know. You know. The, hopefully in the DLC or something if they if they put something out. But. Yeah, I really like Pikmin 4. I really had a happy, happy time with that game. So nice. Number number one for me. Nice. All right, Sean, going from third to first for you. At nine votes in third place, Baldur's Gate 3 was the guess. Close. At 12 votes, Alan Wake 2 was the second highest. Okay. Well, if you've been paying attention, I I (laughs) probably figured it out. I mm-hmm. think they might have nailed it because I haven't heard you talk about this game yet. But at 19 votes at first, they have Marvel Spider-Man 2. Okay, so Paul was not paying close enough attention. Uh, my <laughs> number one game of the year is Alan Wake 2. What? Oh, okay. oh man, that's crazy. Um, no, yeah. Hey, Spider-Man. I thought fine, you were already talking about it, honestly. That's why I was starting to do the Spider-Man motion. So, I, Like I said earlier, Alan Wake 2 is higher on my list. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I was following along. Yeah, but, someone, okay. someone read the homework. Um, <laughs> I ain't going to school no more. I'm done. True, fair enough. True. I got my, um, I got my degree. Yeah. Alan Wake 2 is a horror game, which kind of made this like a weird one for me to put up there because there's a lot of this game where I was just like actively wanting to get through it because I did not like the emotions it was making me have. Um, <laughs> but... As a as an Alan Wake fan, as a Remedy Verse fan, like this is like catnip. Like if you're a fan of Alan Wake, they know exactly what you wanted to see. There's FMV in there, which does a lot for me. It's goofy. It's weird. Like they t- Remedy toes this incredible line of like, we're going to make it dark and serious, but also like really fucking stupid. And like they know exactly yeah, what well, they're doing. Yeah. Um, no, that was a, and, that was an important rock opera. That, that, yeah, exactly. And then the rock opera is so spectacular, like holy shit! And then they did it at the Game Awards, and that was incredible. And then to Sam see. Lake was out there dancing, and it was Sa- just like, yeah, like this is really important. honestly, it's yeah. like you know, Sam Lake looks like he's having so much fun with this game. He got to make his dream game, and it's just like, man, I'm so happy for you, dude. And then that makes me happy. And so the whole time, I was just like, wow, they made like. The game they wanted to, you could just feel it. They want, they made the game they wanted to from probably the the inception of Remedy. Like, yeah. I'm so that, curious. No, there's what, a lot of like, uh, Max Payne, uh, like there's Alex Casey stuff. Yeah. Yep. It felt yep. like their whole universe stitching together. Uh, I, I just like how Control plays more. So that's the yep. only reason it's not my number one. But that's why it's my I, number five, because I hate playing this game. I love everything about it, except the actual act where I have to put a controller in my hand and play it. So, yeah, like going back to the first game, too, I, I was kind of like, I think I like this combat more, you know, so the joke thing about Alan Wake one kind of true. <laughs> You know, like that was oh. in some ways. <laughs> no, and like for, from like a playing perspective, like I, I prefer the genre that control is in. Um, yeah, I yeah. Put Alan, but knowing that this, too. I put Alan Wake on easy. So I was not frustrated and I was able to get through the parts that were 
annoying and scary faster. And that's exactly what I wanted. So I had the experience I wanted with Alan Wake 2. And so it yeah. just like personally, it checked a lot of boxes for me. And yes, I agree. It, even even kind of, with. Yeah, sorry. It's this culmination of kind of all their stuff coming together, which makes me so curious. Like what is control Two then? Because they already kind of hit like what I would have assumed was their pinnacle of what they wanted what's next so like i'm i'm so curious yeah i mean i was i was still jumping at every little control nod in there like just like oh my god it was dr darling oh my god and like just whatever but uh i I, with with previous remedy games i've kind of warmed up to them more as i play them again like some of the mechanics just fit better and i know what i'm expecting so I liked Control when I first played it, but I loved it the second time I played it. I'm kind of hoping the same thing happens with Alan Wake 2 this year with DLC and the and the final draft and everything. Sure. Like maybe yeah, yeah. I'll I'll figure out how to play it in a more fun way this time. But yeah, I, I was definitely having some frustrating combat experiences and like my enjoy it was it was really the same way with Control when I first played it. It was like I love the lore, I love the world, but like I'm dying a lot and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh Alan Wake 2 had a little bit of that, but the highs are so high like it was yeah. it was oh, yeah. tough to put it at number two it was just yeah <laughs> that the the smoothness of my pikmin experience was the only thing that edged it out um but uh, i would say it's probably less impressive <laughs> in a lot of ways uh, pikmin? Just, <laughs> pick, pikmin i'll, yeah. I'll say remedy <laughs> maybe deserve the best direction at the game awards <laughs> um so uh-huh. you know but uh yeah, no, it's it's quite a thing. Uh, but now my expectations are unreasonable for Control Two, so that's that's going to be tough. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yep. Altered world events, uh, you know. Any guesses to the community game of the year? Seems did like we it do the community number obvious. two? We did. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was Mario Bros. Wonder. Okay. Wonder. We already said Zelda for them, right? Because if it's if we did, it's Zelda. Nope. Made. we didn't uh, say Zelda. Redfall. For, it's it's, it's got to be Redfall. It's Zelda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Dang, the reason I thought Red we said Zelda four. Apparently, I really wasn't paying attention because I was like, I thought Zelda was at number four for them. Is Redfall thought, even on here? No, no. <laughs> I didn't vote. It so is not. Probably not. Yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. yeah it isn't. <laughs> All right. It's like when uh, I was way into Far Cry Primal. Like I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Uh-huh. We're gonna do a few honorable mentions. Each of us have probably three ish somewhere around there some games that didn't hit the top 10 but we wanted to call them out for one reason or another mine aren't exactly ranked in these um if you yeah mine aren't them, either that's totally yeah. fine john give us one of yours f099 pleasant surprise big f0 fan but all it really did was make me play gx instead Ooh, nice I kind of thought that would be on your top 10, honestly. I so too. It was, and it got shoved off when I got reminded of Void Stranger. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, game, for the reasons that John and I talked about earlier. That game it was just super fun and great. Uh, can I kick open the door to the previous years, or no? Is it strictly... It's 2023 games. games. Nope. It was, all right, yeah, it was all right. game of the year discussion. Okay, um, I'll go Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom then because Brittany loves it and happy (laughs) wife, happy life. So, you know, cute. (laughs) Not wrong. She thinks it's great. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I will say the finals. I've been playing a ton of this over the break. This was a fun little drop. Nice. At the Game Awards. Um, This might this is currently like my go to like multiplayer with a friend game. Um, It's 
it's hectic, it's sporadic, and it is extremely fun when you are like holding down the vault and the floor under from underneath you it collapses and then the roof falls on your head and then you're just physically trapped waiting for someone to kill you because you're just stuck there. There's so much rubble around and that it, and it's a, it's a new fight every single time. It's it's so much fun. Yeah. Do we have community for this one? I don't think no, so. Not okay. for this one. Uh, Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragons, a new Double Dragon game with co-op that actually is a lot of fun. Um, it did not have online play out of the gate. Uh, I don't think it still does. I don't know if it was planned at some point, but, uh, I played it through Steam Remote Play. It's just really satisfying. The combo system is like super, super connected and diverse. You can like chain into other things so much. It's just like, it's genuinely an actually fun beam up to play with roguelike elements. Just had a blast going through it. Downside was Pop and I beat it our first try. We literally beat the entire game. Congrats. So short. Yeah. Yeah. So short. I mean, because there's other difficulties, but like we did it on normal, like mm. no problem. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, I put down here Armored Core for the reasons John said. Also, it's the FromSoft game this year. So I feel like, like Resident Evil, I'm obligated to sh- shout it at out. Least at least tip your hat. Recognize yeah. it. It was on my top 10 for a long time and then it wasn't <laughs> so okay uh hey um rocket racing it's technically yeah yeah Fortnite, yeah but it yeah. did that's get really me to fun install that thing yeah okay um and that kind of webbed out into me playing a bunch of dumb stuff in Fortnite this year <laughs> so nice. i got enough. two victory royales in zero nice build. congrats unranked so i'm not that great but Against i did bots. save one of the replays no, I hope there were people. They, <laughs> I don't know. They seem. Do you want me to? I can tell you. I can tell you. If you okay, want. okay. Did you get it? Did you get uh, a physical crown when you beat them? Oh wait, like as a as a oh like yeah. the glowing thing over like there? in the mail? Yes, I did. Then yeah. there were human players in that. Okay, great. So that was that was exciting. Um, the the racing, I I kind of wish there was just more because I I played yeah. a bunch of it a couple nights and then it's just like yeah, I kind of saw all the tracks so i'll try festival and whatever it, it, it at least got me to look around at some of that stuff i played lego for a little while uh so Fortnite asterisk rocket racing uh honorable mention i was Model- also playing as alan wake that whole time so it was <laughs> dance and do dumb shit so, yeah uh final fantasy 16 um this is 70 percent of a pretty great game the the bosses are clearly like the standout and it goes to some pretty ridiculous places. It's the closest thing we're probably going to get to an Asura's Wrath 2, um, which does a lot for me. I wish the story was good. I, I don't think I could even call it good. Um, and it's which is a bummer because it starts pretty good and then it just like falls flat halfway through and it's just nothing. It's it's kind of weird. They like stopped writing or it almost feels like. It also, it gets ugly in the second half. They're just like, what if everything was kind of brown? So that was like a weird thing to do. It's, yeah, it's such a weird game. Like I, I, had a, I had a fun time with it, but it just shoots itself in the foot in the second half in such a bizarre way that I can't really, I couldn't justify putting it on my list. Okay. Uh, Gunbrella. Uh, really, really nice. fun. Metroidvania done by Doinksoft, the guys who did Gato Roboto. Uh, it just it has such fun movement with the gunbrella. Um, cool little like quirks on how you do the combat. Like you can like parry bullets and stuff like that. 
Uh, it's just a genuinely fun, interesting game. So. Uh, the last game I've written down here is Homebody. This is a horror game, kind of like a clock tower where you're in a cabin or a house or whatever with some buddies to watch the uh, comets or whatever in the night sky. And somebody comes in and kills all of you guys and you wake up again, like at the very beginning of the night. And it is basically Groundhog's Day where you're trying to piece together what's going on and why you are reliving this night where you get murdered over and over again. So it's more of a puzzle game than I would say horror game. But that game is uh, super cool and didn't get nearly enough talk, I feel, for how cool it actually is. Sounds like Happy Death Day, then, if you're getting murdered. But, it is uh, kind of like that, but okay. like with a group of friends or whatever in a cab, not a cabin. It's like somebody's house or whatever. So it's okay. neat. Um, I'm going to go with that Xbox port of Goldeneye because uh, okay. I played that quite a bit. And uh, I, I guess for the first time, I was really going for like the time challenges in some levels, which I thought was fun, uh, specifically mm. Statue Park or whatever, like. I don't know if it's just there's no fog on the Xbox version. So it's like, ah, I can finally play this level and like see where I'm going. This is great. Look at this draw distance (laughs) or whatever. So I finally enjoyed that level in that game, which was uh, exciting. Um, No multiplayer in that version, though. And the control scheme on the switch is so weird. Uh, So I didn't get right. They split up some of the features. Yeah. So if I want to play online multiplayer, I can, but I have to figure out how to make the controls not insane. And I just didn't do that on the Switch. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly easy to fix the controls, though. I I watched a thing and it's just nuts to me that they didn't just do that for me. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because in the Xbox version, you even like when you pause, you see an Xbox controller there and you're like, nice. Good job, guys. You modeled a new (laughs) controller for this game. Uh, I mean, it's just an emulator on the on the switch so yeah you know so of the ports i guess i like the xbox one more but oh well um nice yeah um my last honorable mention is immortals of avium um a game that did not sell well nobody played and i think like tanked the studio or they had to like lay off like 40 percent of their staff unfortunately i think this game is like pretty decent um and it's just a bummer like no one's talking about it like it's a like i think it's a really good like b tier game um this this year was just so strong with games i could have easily seen this on my top 10 um personally it was a bummer that i had the weird like lighting bug so i played like 70 percent of it in the dark almost um and luckily they fixed that near the end of it but i i do think it's a cool game and if you can get it like on a sale like there's some pretty fun times to be had nice all right pile of shame right games you wish you played mine aren't how are we doing this there's three you're picking three games but it doesn't normally normally this list is like a million games long but we're shorting it to three um, yeah, if you have it ranked, that's totally fine. You can you can say it in that order. Um, Good, but I'm, I'm just saying mine aren't ranked. Good because so. I have 24, so I have to figure out how to shrink this down to three. <laughs> okay. Do you not want to go first then? <laughs> I might need a minute. Okay. Okay. Paul. I'll go first yeah. then. 
I really wanted to play that Lords of the Fallen that came out, the like reboot that they tried, and I just never did. I don't know if it just came out at a time where I didn't want to play it or whatever, but I generally like those types of games. I found the first Lords of the Fallen kind of mediocre, so I was excited to see what they did with this, with the whole like, when you die, you go to like the afterlife version of the world, the dark world or whatever, and you can like switch in between them, kind of like Link to the Past-ish in a lot of ways, and there's some gameplay revolved around that sort of stuff it seemed cool it got some okay talk from people i just never got around to checking it out and i kind of wish i had i mean the big one for me is Baldur's gate 3 uh it's not really my genre so i'm kind of worried but sounds intriguing so we'll oh you see. mean amazing games that are mind bending <laughs> aren't you <laughs> Extremely well written like, games with beautiful that, that style RPG. I'm I'm a little scared, you know. I no, might, that's there's fair. A, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a Powerball bounce that's possible, but maybe I'll have fun. Maybe I'll you know. I like that Dra- Dungeons and Dragons movie, so I'm trying to channel yeah. that oh, energy okay. into this right. game. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one of my right? pile of shame. I really wish I had gotten to Mortal Kombat One. Um, it just was like never the right time, especially since those games usually don't last too long for me. So I would almost prefer to like pick it up on a sale since I only really care about the story. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm sitting at with that. And also agree with Mortal Kombat 1, a big fan of the series, but for some I slipped off on 11 and uh, I felt like I can't play one without having played through 11. So that kind of yeah. put me in a mm. weird spot there. Uh, another one for me to kind of get us caught back up. Slay the Princess. This came out, I think, like a month or two ago, and it looks so interesting and intriguing watching part of a playthrough from one of my streamer friends, and I just really wish I had actually given it the time. I think it would have been uh, top 10 material. It's a weird game. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. Uh, The number three for the community was Alan Wake 2. Okay. Uh, My next one I had here was Sea of Stars. This has been installed on my Switch since it came out. Just never got around to playing it, and... I like Chrono Trigger and old school JRPGs, and this one looks incredible. So kind of wish I had just, you know, played that at some point. But I didn't really play the Switch much after I was done with Wonder. and just kind of played everything on PC after that, really. I also have Sea of Stars on mine, so I'll say my piece. Um, it's been installed since it kind of dropped on Game Pass. Um, it's just hard for me to get to since it's like... Are you, do you have the time for an RPG right now? And this year was it was yeah. pretty rare that I had time for an RPG right now. So I, I do want to get to it. I was just thinking like because it's on game Xbox game has cloud, but it doesn't have touch controls or otherwise I would have loved to have played that on my trip coming up. But it doesn't, unfortunately, and I'm not bringing an extra controller. But eventually yeah. I keep hearing some great things about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, high five rush for me, like it's been there on Game Pass like the whole time. I've could have installed it multiple times. Uh, I think I found the trailer a little brash in a weird way. I was like, this main character seems like an idiot. But yeah. apparently this game yeah. is great. He kind of <laughs> is an idiot, though. He is, so, for sure. So I'm probably going to play both Evil Within's before I do that. And then I'll get that <laughs> full whiplash effect, you know. Um, so it's like, wow, this is so different than their other games. I'll fully get to yep. have that experience. So, yeah, you don't you don't need to play Evil Within if you don't want to. <laughs> just I, I, I started to and it seemed cool. So I don't know. OK, you know, I might go okay. back to that. But okay. yeah. yeah. I just did my Sea of Stars thing. So let's go to John. 
Oh, I thought we were okay. doing community and then back. Oh, sorry. Me. Yes, community. Yes, you're right. Uh, sea of Stars was their number <laughs> okay. two. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> what a question. Uh, one more for me. Dave the Diver. Everyone yeah, I've heard has been yeah. praising this game. And it seems like it's up my alley. I like my 2D games. So just picked it's it good. up. Yeah. Just never got around to installing it. Sure. Uh, the top one for me was Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty because mm. I was one of the 2077 apologists when that game was absolute dog shit. So I want to be able to enjoy the benefits of people actually liking it and now being able to talk with me about it. <laughs> and also seeing Idris Elba and kind of like how they change all that stuff. But I'm not going to play that without probably starting a new character and getting kind of back into the the tree and like the uh, skill tree and kind of knowing what I want to build because there's no way I'll know how to do any of that stuff right now. I, I just never got around to it. Um, I guess for me, Pete's Tower, but... I'm mm. it's a Wario Land game, you say? I don't know if that yeah, means so anything it, to me. Pizza Tower <laughs> is basically Wario Land four. So four specifically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I think I was expecting a, a different manner of platforming action, but it sure looks zany and I like the food it's about. So maybe maybe mm. that'll translate. Yeah. Uh it's on my wish list. I've been curious about it for a little while since it started getting traction, but but this lethal company also. Lethal Company's pretty exciting. fun. Yeah. You just need the right That's people weird. to play with. Paul, are you the right person to play Lethal Company with? I've been playing it, man. I don't know where the fuck you've been. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to, to be fair, I never reached out to you, so, but you know. Okay. I think it's like $12, so it's, it's hard to balk at. But okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, my last pile of shame is Bayonetta Origins, Reza, and the Lost Demon. Mm. Um. I heard this mm. game is like really cool and it's pretty interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I've had it for a while, but I keep just saying like, oh, I should play through Bayonetta three first. So the fact of like having to kind of play through a whole game before I get to this one just keeps like pushing it further away because I have Bayonetta three yeah. as well. Um, but this one, just, I guess just because like kind of nobody was really talking about it, but the few people who were were like singing its praises kind of like really intrigued me. Um, so it's I don't a know, very, very different game. Than, yeah. Than yeah. And then for community, top one, which is more votes than two and three put together, was Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. Not surprised. Yeah. All right. And our last category is 2023's 2024 Game of the Year. This will dive pr nicely into our predictions coming up. But, John, what is your Game of the Year going to be next year? I've got two games written down, but I'm leaning more towards one than the okay. other. Pick and that the one, is then. Prince of Per... Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown comes out next week. Oh. So, but the reviews are looking pretty good for it. What I played of it at PAX was really fun. My only concern is it's the beginning of the year. And usually the shit that actually makes my top 10, if not my number one, is stuff that's not announced till the second half of the year. So I'm expecting sure. this to probably barely hit the top 10. Uh, but it's unfortunately the best guess I have right now. My other guess would have been Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but considering how I kind of bounced off Remake, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Sure. That's probably going to be Britney's game of the year, but <laughs> she's okay. not here. But, sure. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's... Pro but I was thinking between Hades 2 and Rebirth. It's probably going to be Rebirth, though. Okay. The way I felt about uh, Remake... 
Like that's one of my favorite games. So I mean, just Kate more of Sith that. is going to be there. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. over exactly. Maybe Vincent have- Valentine, even you know. No, for sure, he's been shown. Yeah, yeah. Kate Sith Kat has been shown. Character, yeah. so. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, yeah. Kate Sith was in the first one, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, Haven't they shown everyone now? Like, hasn't everyone shown up? Uh, Sid, uh, they've shown yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the main characters. What if there's a new character and they deviate from the timeline? I hope they do. I mean, they already have, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For me, uh, I have Dragon's Dogma 2 written here. I'm really Oh, yeah. Because I kind of got into that first one eventually, and that's probably going to be a weird game. (laughs) So I'm kind of intrigued. So, yeah. Capcom bringing their big money to climbing on creatures it's good it's good stuff and my prediction is hades too all right did we did we write down our previous ones are we going to read that out here in the future predictions or are we going to go back and look at them because i found what i wrote down i I definitely have what i wrote down i i I can find mine so yeah yeah, we should say last year we did this exact same thing we wrote down what we thought was going to be our game of the year this year you should okay Okay. so uh and i I doubt i chose what i wrote but (laughs) I had two entries written down for mine. My game of the year guess was Tears of the Kingdom, and we know how well that worked out. Uh, And my honorable guess was Sea of Stars, which didn't even get played. So, Paul, do you have yours? I do. Oh, this is sad. My top three were Payday 3, Starfield, and Resident Evil 4 Remake. (laughs) Well, one of the three made it. Oh, that did not age well. (laughs) One of them, though, you know. That's, that's yeah. you know. It was my number two, Something. so yep. close. Nathan, do you I have don't, yours? I don't have mine. You don't have yours. No. Okay. Um, and then mine is was Tears of the Kingdom, which ended up being number five. So mm-hmm. kind of Hey, close. yours at least ended up on your list. <laughs> yeah. Paul was the closest. One of his was number two, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh community prediction was Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. Which never even came out. All right. Oh, for next year. For next year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last segment. Um, we'll revisit the predictions that we wrote down, and we uh, yeah, we'll make some make more new ones. For some reason, I have so I have. A, I think did we come with predictions last time? Because I have some written down here. I don't have any written down. Okay. You have some written down. I have. Oh. I don't. Okay. Well, let's, oh, let's wow. see what you have. Okay. Sorry. So the first- I found my predictions. Actually, can okay. I say them? Yeah. Or. Uh, number one, Pikmin four. So I was right. Wow. Number two, Alan Wake two. Wow. And number three, Forspoken. So. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, two yeah. out of three ain't bad. That's pretty good actually. Yeah. You got your top. He two. got his, he got his right though. That's the only person who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Good work. Okay. Predictions from last year. Let's see how good we were. Uh, Valve makes a new Steam Deck. Hey, uh, sort of. Nathan, John, and I said yes. Sean, you said no. I would say yes. Yeah, he's the one who bought the new one. I'm the one who bought the new one. <laughs> so yeah, I guess yes, probably. Yeah, I think I would say yes in the spirit of that. Yeah, it happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nintendo makes a new Switch. Releases a new Switch. Uh, keep moving it forward. Well, what were, so what John said yes, we cool all said games. No. Okay, so, so John was, was wrong then. Yeah, I'll okay. keep moving it forward. 
I think so we should yes push again. that one forward and make another prediction. I'm going to switch mine to yes. I'm on team yes for this, again. Yeah. This next year, yeah, I'll say yes. I, I feel like I said I was probably going to be like, yeah. I predict it'll get announced this year. I don't know if I said it would get committed to release, but this time I think it announced and release happens this year. Actually, I, I vaguely no, remember. Because some, I don't believe in Nintendo. I vaguely <laughs> remember this. In the chat, someone said, I wonder if Nathan will double down on the Advance Wars China War thing. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. We're getting there. But because I mean, it came out, so... I, yeah. I would bring that up, but first we have to talk about Matthew Perry gets really into Starfield Aww. and because of it makes headlines. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. So, okay, but listen, this is how I wrote it down and how I wrote it down is shortened. So technically it's right. I wrote Matthew Perry gets into Starfield makes headlines. He oh. made headlines. Oh, my God. oh <laughs> Paul. We don't know if he got oh. into Starfield, though. Oh. We, also, we all You're said right. no except Nathan. But Nathan's caveat is yes, but only on Instagram or some dumb <laughs> shit. Is <laughs> the only clue about the Starfield side of the story. Uh, yeah, as soon as that news happened, I felt really bad. <laughs> it's like I have somehow cursed Matthew Perry. Uh, yeah. So yep. apologies to friends fans and whole nine yards fans. Oh, you know, it's all Nathan. It's, it's all Nathan. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have any friends cast predictions this year. It's too dangerous. <laughs> okay. Next one was, will the Microsoft Activision bio go through in 2023? I have. We all said now. yes, except no, said Nathan, because oh. Sony's going to bone it up because old politicians don't understand games. They tried, but they tried. it happened anyway. It happened, yeah. yeah. So we were right except Nathan. <laughs> yep. I was wrong. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next, new PS5 version, slim model of some sort. Yeah. I said oh. yes, you all said no. And we were all wrong, except for you. And I'm the one with it. Did yeah. it come out? Yeah. Okay, great. It came oh, yeah. out, yeah. It came it out did. with Spider-Man and Modern Warfare 3. Okay. Uh, next up was Advanced Wars gets pushed back again <laughs> because of a new conflict. Uh, there were it new conflicts close. this year. It was so. close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all said no except Nathan, who made the prediction, so his was a default yes. No, is it yeah. as if it wasn't coming out, or no, a new conflict wasn't going to happen? It was going to get pushed back again. <laughs> oh, it okay. was his. Right. And we and all said I, no. Right. You're saying the chat said it was like, I did probably imply China, but it wasn't. I'm pretty so sure you literally stated China. Yeah. On there. It's like, hey, this yeah. Taiwan saber rattling that's going on. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do okay. remember you kind of implying it, I think, as well. Yeah, I'm just uh, going to leave, leave that. <laughs> I hope I hope this year is no, peaceful. Let's not yeah. push any. Let's not push that one forward. Yeah. OK. OK. Well, um, after the game's out. <laughs> <laughs> and had no point. impact on conflicts around the world. Okay, Game Pass raises its price by $5. We all said oh. yes, except Nathan, who said yes, but it'll be $10 they raise it by. Did it so go up? Did I think raise it, it, it did go up, but it was just a couple dollars. It was not $5. It was not that much. It wasn't even $5? It, wasn't, oh, okay. it was like 3 or something. Like, cause I think it's 18 now for like Ultimate, so I think it went from like 15 to 18 Oh, okay. Mm. So we're all so wrong, you, but Nathan's so, the so most five, wrong. We're all wrong. I was the most wrong. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's pretty pessimistic last year. Jeez. In uh, in the same vein, uh, 
gold goes away. Xbox gold. Didn't it? I think it's still there, isn't it? Well, so they did it. They introduced Game Pass Core. I just don't remember if gold is totally gone or not. Yeah, I don't know. What happens if I search Xbox Live? Okay, so it, it it says Xbox Live Gold is now Xbox Game Pass Core. Okay. So I would say gold is gone. All right. Okay, so yes, we're all so right yeah. then. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, this kind of goes into the next part too. Game Pass gets a tier edition. Which hmm. I, you all I guess, said no, and I said yes. I guess technically, because they put yeah core. So yeah, okay. I was looking at core. You can play Psychonauts two with core. So yeah, you can play a yeah. bunch. There's like forty games yeah. on there or something like that. It's, it's most of the first party yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure this is a Nathan one. So you're gonna have to explain what you meant because okay. I just wrote down. Going to be hard for Tintin fans in 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) There was a Cigars of the Pharaoh game that was coming out. Yeah. And I was, I thought it would bring new scrutiny. I think it did actually come out. It did, but only on PS4. So I have no idea how it is. That's pretty Um, hard for Tintin fans. That's pretty hard, right? (laughs) Yeah. They can't play Tintin Cigars of the Pharaoh on anything new. So you can play PS5 games on a PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Also, those new movies haven't come out, so I'm saying it's been a tough year for Tintin fans. <laughs> we all said yes except Sean, who said no. Okay. I thought it was going to be a good uh, year for Tintin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. guess there was a follow up. Tintin game good? Question mark. We all said no. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Metacritic on it? I haven't checked it out. I think the jury's out on that. I'll, one. I'll bring well, it maybe. up. Hang on. Okay. Well, we have cigars. To of the what Pharaoh, do we consider right? good? Let's say anything over eighty. <laughs> then we're wrong. I'll take over. If it's over no 80, we're wrong. I bet it doesn't even have enough reviews <laughs> to, to chart. <laughs> it doesn't. It says yeah, maybe. TV, this apparently came out in November. Okay, there's one <laughs> review from IGN France. 40. Yeah, it's got a yeah. 40. 40. What right. a disappointment. We had high hopes for 1010 Reporter Cigars yeah. of the We were Pharaoh. right. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it's a bad year for 1010 fans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Damn. Double right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It came Holy out the day shit. before my birthday. That's that's good. Congrats. I'm sorry, Tintin fans. I ruined it. And I'm a Tintin fan. <laughs> uh, the next one is Advance Wars comes out. Wait, we already had that, I get, though. Well, oh, it's just a counter mine? I guess. No, spe- I guess. Specifically, yours was it gets pushed because of a new conflict. I guess this right. is more just like, okay, let's just say, like, does Advanced so Wars I come do, out? So I do think last yes. year we came with predictions because I have that written down. Like, you've said the three I you have do? written down. So I think I think oh, last okay. year we came, and we should have done that. We And so we'll. I'll, I've made a note to make us do that next year. This year we'll have to just do it off the top of the head. Okay. Uh, so the next one is Mario movie. Specifically, does it rank higher than the first Sonic movie on tomato, uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Mm. And 63% was the number it, it had to beat. No, I think it was high 50s. Mario sure. is at... Oh, come on. It made so it way to more money. 63. To beat 63. It's at 59. Yeah. Okay, so it did, did not, or does not. Wow, we thought pretty highly of it. So I said yes, 
and we had to give a prediction of the number. I said 75%. John agreed. Sean says 76% because I guess Price is Right rules or Probably. something. Yeah, and something. Nathan said 78%. Ooh. Okay. We were all uh, optimistic. I liked it, but... I did oh, too. Well. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was okay. okay. All right. The Kong army, I mean, crazy. And the final thing we have that I have written down anyways is Sony retaliates about <laughs> the merge by purchasing another studio. We Which all said yes, did. except Nathan, who said no. When what did, did they, they buy? buy? They, went, they bought Bungie. Was Bungie? that this year? Bungie was, I thought Bungie was this year. Or was that the last year? I thought that happened It was already. Bungie that was and it was another studio. Bungie was 2022. Well, who did they buy in 23? Okay. Because I remember them buying someone in 23. Um, Seems like something they do, but I, when I can't did remember. They, Firewalk was... Studios? No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. It's not coming up. Yeah, Firewalk Studios is the last studio they bought, and that was in 2023. What is well, Firewalk? Who studio? is that? Firewalk Studios. Uh, I don't know because it points to PlayStation Studios when I click on it now. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Okay, the website is like introducing Concord, a new PvP multiplayer first-person shooter coming to PS5. I don't know if they've released anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sony's already announced they'll be publishing Firewalk's first game back in April 2021. Okay. It is the third dedicated live-service yeah. game studio that PlayStation has acquired over the last 18 months alongside Bungie and Haven Studios. Yeah. I don't think they bought counts. Rocksteady or something. Yeah, like they didn't yeah. buy like someone that's released something. Sure. It was formed by a number so I was of right. veterans. Okay. Cool. New predictions. That's it. That's all I have. Let's yep. let's come up let's with go. a few of them. Um What did we what did we already push through? We put the switch through? Switches through. That, that's it. As far as I have. We had known. those leaked documents about a like c- cylinder Xbox Series X. Right, yeah. Is it is it real? Does it does so? My prediction is, or I guess the question is, and we can say yes or no to it. Does a cylindrical Xbox come out in twenty twenty four? Come out in twenty. Okay. I'll say. Wait, when did Series X come out? Twenty twenty. I'll say yes. Now, I, I think when yeah. these documents were out, it wasn't like a, a more powerful one. It wasn't a half step one. It was it was like the equivalent of a slim. I think I okay. think they'll do it. It's around the right time to do a slim model. I think it's around the right time. But I think the, the, the real question here is, is it is the it cylindrical design that or how old was that document? Because I think that document was a little bit old, so they could change it. So the real question is, well, we could do two. We could do two. Predictions. I think it should Does, be spherical. That would be better. <laughs> and there's a little nest it sits in. And then call it the game sphere. Yeah. Um I think we do <laughs> yeah. two predictions. Does Xbox come out with a slim okay. version of their Series X? Okay. And does it and is that slim version and does Xbox come out with a, a, a cylindrical Xbox? So there's your two questions I'm submitting I'm submitting. <laughs> I say no, they don't I'm come out. I'm gonna say yes slim. to both. You say yes to both. Yeah, I, okay. You know what? Actually I say yes. Part of me thinking oh, is yeah. like the series <laughs> yes. is it's the like, slim version. No, they don't release one, but if they do, it will be cylindrical. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I guess I'll say yes to both. Okay, Nathan, what do you want? Yes to both? Or no, I'm going to do yes what to... I said. I'll say okay. no, there won't be one. But if there is, it is a it's cylinder. <laughs> okay. It's got to stand out. Yeah, yeah. All right. John, I have you as cylindrical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just I wanted to be true, man. I want to believe. Yeah. I think it's just dumb enough to be true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Do you guys have a prediction? I have another one. I can go if you guys are still thinking. I I um, actually did write some pretty negative stuff oh. down here. Okay. Let's, let's hear something. <laughs> let's uh, number do it. one, straight out of the box. Travis and Taylor doesn't survive the off season. That's just they're oh gonna my break god! Up. What the fuck, Nathan? This I know is a video it's game just podcast. gonna happen. <laughs> they're not gonna be able to handle it. What I don't know what that has to do with gaming. Uh, He's Taylor talking Swift. Taylor Swift. And- oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I guess I gotta tie it to the Madden cover somehow. <laughs> so Travis Kelsey okay, so will be on the cover of the next Madden. Yeah, is Taylor just Swift on Madden? Because he's cover. dating Taylor Swift. Specifically because, yeah, it boosted his profile. I mean, I think by okay. so that's the gaming I'm gonna say side no to that one. I'm gonna say I was going to say, by prediction rules, we have to make a prediction about whether or not they re- survive the off season. Now it's been submitted to the to the table. Okay, yeah. so what do you want me to write down? <laughs> I just so- don't stop hearing about this everywhere I go. So I brought it in. Sorry. It's okay, the hottest so does news Travis of this and year. Taylor survive the off season? I when put does, don't make it past the off season. Is that good? Is does okay, that feel sure. more specific? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm gonna say. So wait. I'm gonna okay. say they they do survive. The, they're okay. They're gonna survive. They're gonna die together. It's true love. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. This is Romeo and Juliet <laughs> bullshit going on here. She has a song about that, but longer lived I'm, than that because that was like a few right. days. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna put their. I put they're going to die together from Sean. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> That's a dark prediction. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Never mind. I forgot monkey's paw. We can't. Yeah, I know. Say, we can't do say, it. Like, man, the internet's going to dangerous curse, power of the prediction. Curse Nathan if fucking Taylor Swift dies because of his stupid ass prediction. <laughs> uh, whereas I brought the prediction to the table, so I said doesn't. So I guess my answer is no. And if I need to tie it to the Madden NFL cover, uh, yes, he will be on the cover. I, I think they make it. So through they the want that money. I think they'll the make synergy. it through the off season. Okay. Okay. So I'll say yes to all is to that. Nathan says no, and Sean says yes. We'll Sorry. Yeah, I'm realizing like almost none of these have to do with games. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like just predictions for the future. Jesus, but, okay. Nathan. Holy shit. John, Paul, do either of you have one? No, please give us a video game related one. (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got a couple that are movie TV related. Sonic the Hedgehog 3, which comes out like December. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Where does it rank in terms of reviews on Rotten Tomatoes against the other two Sonics? Is it the best one? Is it in the middle or is it the worst one? Let's quickly look up what the Sonic movies are review wise. Oh my God. Okay. So it's confirmed to come out this year. It, like, it's there's no chance it might get bumped. I, I mean, it, it might. It, it might get bumped. Right now, it's set for December, and I think it's been bumped already before. Wow, Sonic I know they're filming it. I know they're working on it. So, 
Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 currently sits at 69%. Nice. Nice. 96 audience score, so, you know. And uh, Sonic 1 is 63%. Where does Sonic 3 trending up. Hmm. But they're adding Shadow, who sucks. I think it's going to be below Sonic 1, so I think it's going to be like 58. Okay. So you're saying it's the worst one. I'm going to agree that it's the worst one. I'll say 55. Okay. Just for variety's sake, I'll say 71%. Uh, critics really respond to uh, giving Shadow, Shadow a gun. They, yeah, they think Shadow is like kind of interesting. They don't know what's going on. So they're just like, wow, this is a like, I don't character. know. He looks kind of like Sonic, but he has a gun. Yeah, this is, this is some dimension to this thing. Critics love Shadow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All the reviewers calling out. It's like it's specifically in the blurb. It's like, <laughs> yeah. despite an interesting new character. You know, I didn't care so much about the three, blue doesn't... one, but that black one, holy smokes. <laughs> turn things around. Yeah, I think it's probably also going to be the worst one, but not by much. I'll say 61%. Okay. Okay. Still fresh. Okay, here's another one. I want you. To, I want us to predict the review score of the Borderlands movie. Oh, is that oh even boy. actually coming out? Oh. <laughs> They've been working on it for a long time. Isn't Jack Black Claptrap? Probably. <laughs> you just made that up. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's true. <laughs> yeah, right. with Jack Black as the voice of the wisecracking robot called Claptrap. Kevin Hart is also in there. I thought he would yeah, be Claptrap, honestly. No, he's Roland. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, that's right. He is. Yeah. That's oh, this, is, this wow. is Borderlands 1. Uh. Well, no, Tiny Tina's in here. Oh, oh okay. I don't think critics are going to like I, this. I'm putting this in like the 30s. <laughs> I'm putting this like the 30s or 40s. Yeah. First number that came to my mind was 36. I don't know why. I'll, okay. I'll match that. 36. 36. Okay. People like it just seems like the perfect recipe to annoy critics. Like it's just going to be a loud, obnoxious movie. Yeah, but they keep doing that with the with the games, and they keep selling more and more. Yeah, twenty eight percent. One of the worst movies ever made. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna say people are idiots, and they're gonna give it a sixty nine. Nice. (laughs) It'll match Sonic two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just have sports predictions here, which is technically a game, <laughs> but that's not that's True. not what we do. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I got one. Okay. Okay. Who tips their hand at next gen first, if at all, this year? Does Switch mm. count though? Because it's like off season. Yeah, Switch. <sighs> Switch shouldn't count. Weird. Switch is always like an off account, and they've already said that the stats. So, do you the mean then Switch specifically be between like Microsoft and Sony? Microsoft and Sony, yeah. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay. Well, there's but there's already like about... PS5 Pro rumors. Yeah. Oh, so does that nullify? I wouldn't it? count the Pro. No, because did we count the <clears throat> Xbox One X? I don't think we did. So. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't call that an next gen. But, but I guess if those rumors are true or not. Wouldn't that just push off any? They wouldn't talk about a next. That gen would if that would already... push off any next gen talk. Yeah. Okay, but the predictions could still go. 
I just don't think either of them mention a next gen console. Uh, what about? Okay, well, I'll I'll put something else out there after. Um, no, I don't think either of them announce a totally next gen console. I'll probably say totally next gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. See, I, I'm I mean, Nintendo, worried. but that we said it doesn't matter. It probably is too early, yeah. But I feel like they, like this is the round, like near the end of the year, something like, oh yeah, we're starting to work on the PlayStation Six or whatever. Okay, so you think I'll PlayStation say no? Will go first? I'll say oh. no currently, but I my weird feeling is we might get it at the very end of the year. Well, I'm splitting this into two parts. Do Microsoft and Sony announce the next gen, and then who, if yes, okay. I guess. But we but we all said no, so the second one doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I I have one I guess like okay. based on a recent rumor I've heard it's uh, uh Microsoft goes multi-platform and stops being a hardware guy like at all okay yeah so that has, that has not been not this year not this year the Sea of Thieves coming to the Switch it's gonna be crazy so the rumor no, is I, I Sea know. of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush is also rumored okay um, I'll I'll definitely go with Sea of Thieves um yeah so I was gonna, sure I, was gonna try narrow I think both of those things will happen. I was going to narrow okay. your prediction, like, because if they do, like, one game, does that count as them going nah, multiplayer? Well, wow. if they do they one already... game, Ori came out, so... That's what I'm saying, is they've kind of done one game. So, like, what is your definition of they have gone multi-platform? Because I could, I could see well, them, like, saying, you know, we do it on a case-by-case basis, <laughs> but, you know, you're not going to see Starfield ever on PlayStation. Hmm, I'm not even sure about that. But I'll I'll just go with the Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush okay. come out on multiple platforms this year, and there might even I I might even go so far as to say there'll be a statement indicating there won't be a next gen Xbox ever. Like that's that's you think this happen. is it for the Xbox lineage? This is the last Xbox console. That's I that's don't, I don't th- think. there. I'll say that mm. I don't think we'll know that by the end of next year. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure they would ever I, actually say that. <clears throat> Because then you'd stop buying Xboxes. Yeah, I think so. so. Like, what? What's the question of prediction here? Because the way Microsoft going multi-platform would have to be is they release all exclusivity. No, yeah, nothing so is alone. I think we're narrowing it just to those two rumored games, right? Sure, okay. I guess so. I'm not going to like Halo Reach or Halo Infinite comes out. <laughs> you know, we're not quite there. I think but, both those games yeah. show up on PlayStation. Yeah. Or, well, no, I should say go multi-platform because I think Hi-Fi Rush was rumored for the Switch. Yeah, that sounds more Nintendo friendly yeah, to me. So I will just say I think but, both yeah. of those show up on different platforms, which is the same thing Nathan said. I guess so. And I guess I won't extend it because it's too narrow a timeline. But okay. Nathan is pessimistic about the future of Xbox or something. You can <laughs> say. And I have one, but I don't know. I'll say no Sea of Thieves, yes, Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can I add a, another one? Well, well, John, did you answer okay. those two? I, sorry, can you repeat them again? Do you think Hi-Fi Rush goes mul- and Sea of Thieves go multi-platform? Hi-Fi Rush, yes, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves doesn't go to the Switch, but it might go to PS4 and 5. That, yeah, that's okay. the okay. yes, so, so yes as well. Okay. okay, what were you adding? Uh, GTA 6 gets delayed. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's a good one. (laughs) Which I think is funny because it's so far away already, but they're going to like come out at some point next year and be like, hey, um, yeah, it's Uh, yeah, because it's it's the end of 2024. They have it, right? 
I think it's 2025 already, 2025. actually. Oh, yeah. Already? So, do you think yeah. they'll announce a date, actually? Is there anything pertaining to that? Like, hmm. No, I wonder I, if I want to put it as, like, they announce a date, and then they announce that they can't hit that date. <laughs> but I don't know. So is that two predictions or one giant one? That's, that's a bundled prediction. Yeah. That's a bundled one? Yeah. Okay, I guess I, I guess mine is I don't think they delay it because I feel like the delay is going to happen next year. So I would make that prediction next <laughs> one. Yeah. All right. Oh, Jump okay. the gun, yeah, yeah. you know. Too excited yeah. about the <laughs> trailer. I don't know. Or another trailer happens. And no. That definitely happens. Absolutely. I know. I don't think okay. I have anything All else, right. really. Here, here's a good one. Yeah, we can we can start wrapping it up. Does Skull and Bones come out okay. this year? <laughs> there was a yes. beta. Yeah. So, yes. Was. Yeah. Okay. Then let's double it. Do people like it? Ooh. No. Actually, here's here, here's a better way. Here's here's my two. Does Skull and Bones come out this year? Does Skull and Bones shut down this year? Ooh. <laughs> here's my two. Ooh. Day before style. It's like comes out and they just kill it immediately. <laughs> Um, I say uh, yes to both. Yes, yeah, me too. Yep, it comes out and they like kill it, it before it the does end come year. out, but by year's end, it's gone already. Because like, <laughs> that's, hey, yeah. look that's at great. This is Ubisoft. They did that with <laughs> Hyperscape that lasted like three months. Yeah, but it's right. also Ubisoft, and they the, for Honor and stuff is still around. True. Yep. 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 But they seem to have run into a lot of trouble with this thing. So I don't know. I think it'll survive I, the year. Okay. okay. So yes and no for John. Okay. Wait, okay. W- is there a first part of the question? I'm gonna say no. It doesn't come out, and that's it. You know, it's just it died already. You don't have to do. We the just didn't know then. it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yours would be no, and then non-applicable. Yeah. Like the okay. beta, it it's done. It fails. Paul, do you want to put a prediction? I think you're the one who hasn't, or are you just good? No, I don't care. Okay. I say we call it there, unless anyone has like a burning one. Nope. Okay. No, because we just hit the three hour mark. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Nathan, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank Um, you. Well, well, I won't I won't be back for a couple weeks because I'm going to Europe, but I will be gone for a week as well. I'll be at Magfest. Yeah, go go say hi to John. Um, Nathan, what are you what are you doing? What can people check out of yours? Oh, uh, okay, video. We're looking at movies that are good. We're. We're looking at good movies over here. Um, so what do we got next? Uh, My Favorite Martian. Wow. 1999. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Christopher Lloyd VHS. classic. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So check out that podcast pretty soon. Um, yeah. And hey, as, all right. That's the show. As always, remember, don't trust a genie. See you later. Yeah, as a we genie? say here. Okay. Bye.